Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. Another milestone episode means another whatcha as your hosts break down what they've been getting down with on Normies Like Us 270. There have been so many great games in 2023. Stop right there, Ensign. This is my territory and you're in it. Bingle bongle, dingle dangle. Enemies here? What's wrong? Keep reading. It can't be. What happened? An ambush? Joker, can you handle this? Joker! You heard it up top. We are back with another episode, except it's a special one. Another couple ones have gone by. That means we're doing a whatcha. We are hosts are literally just going to be talking about what they're enjoying here. Normies like us. Colin. Mike. This is Normie Jacob. Wow. All the normies out here. So, you know, we're doing another whatcha 270. It blows my mind. Uh, Happy 270, 270. Boys. Congratulations. I hope I make it to 270, you know? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Brain jars. But yeah, we got a proper whatcha, a lot of catch up. Uh, I'm excited about it. You know, we did the spooktacular earlier, which is similar format, but not quite the same. So here we're going to be talking about a little bit of gaming, a little bit of what we've been watching. And uh, yeah, maybe tease it up top. We'll maybe make some predictions for uh, the Game Awards as those mm. categories have come out. But otherwise, you know, wow. how are you guys doing for this What Show? We've done it 270. Colin, how are you feeling? We're getting close to 300. I'm getting a little nervous about that, Mike, but excited. Well, we know what movie we can cover, right? It's just the oh, Zack Snyder. That's right. <laughs> famous well, Sparta. Well, let's announce it now. <laughs> this this is podcast. Normies. What the 300th episode is, that would be funny. That's that a, is funny. That's just a funny idea. Maybe not a watcha. We'll do yeah. it after. Anyway, just don't hold us to it. <laughs> 301. <laughs> Sword of my throat. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, it's amazing. Did you know, Mike, that that film has a sequel? Have you seen that sequel? That's right. I know there's I've a sequel where they wear blue, but I haven't seen it. Where You've seen blue? it, Jacob? <laughs> yeah, as in uh, Eva Green is in that, I think. Yes. And I love She Eva plays Green. a witch pirate who I believe <laughs> battles people by having sex with them. So, yes, yeah. I have seen it, of course. Sign me up. Zach Schneider joint. <laughs> Who's the lead in that? I, boy. Um, <laughs> I feel like hard, hard I, to it's, know. it's not Michael Fassbender, but it's like, I think it's a guy that looks like Michael Fassbender. Mm. Um, oh, geez. I can't remember. Yeah. Fair enough. It's not um, Hugh, I thought it was a Terminator guy. Hugh Jackman. It's not the killer, it's the hitman. Gotcha. Not Gerard Butler. Sullivan Stapleton. Okay. No. <laughs> no, it it's not. <laughs> wow. Apparently. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're not here to talk yeah. about 300. That'll be later. That's we should be. 230 more episodes. <laughs> There's the prequel. Um, That's right. Before they are missing more 30 guys. soldiers. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited to talk about the Game Awards. I was saying to you guys, I have not looked at the nominations or anything. So I was going to try to guess at least game of the year the nominations and see how many i can get right yeah, well there idea. there might be some games we've been playing on that list so i say let's jump over to that right now and see are back here on normies like us we are talking a whatcha in fact we're gonna be talking whatcha playing that's right that's right game on normies uh that's what we're doing some gaming catch-up we don't do a ton of gaming episodes generally usually it's relegated to these watches you know we, it's pretty rare that we do 
dedicated gaming episodes, but this will be fun to uh, kind of catch everybody up on what we've been getting playing. harder and harder to get us on the same page, Mike. You know what I mean? Yeah, we all play kind of different stuff, different genres, and it's it's hard also to you know what's a big blockbuster game that everybody's going to play and you know what makes sense for an episode so it's cool to kind of do these little catch-ups and with the game of the year nominees coming out and all the game awards coming out it's a perfect time to do it um Absolutely. so i guess we would start there and like we said you know jacob will say game of the year uh, yes. let's have you guess what games are in there and there are okay six yeah how six many total six games total. are nominated well, for obviously game of the year. yeah um you know, obviously, Baldur's Gate 3, I was going to say, that's got to be a lock. Uh, that's, that's one my of them game in there. The year. Uh, a okay. little bias there. A game we did do an episode on. Talk True, about that's a right. blockbuster. <laughs> and and we, we might talk about in this episode some more, too. That's right. So. That's right. So, um, that's so yeah, that's that's a lock for me. That's got to win, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to say yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. Obviously, that's another lock to be nominated. And right. uh, I'll throw in the new Mario, Elephant Mario. Now, right? why yep. is that a lot? That's in there, but why? <laughs> it's new Mario. It's shocking. You know? I haven't played it, but uh, as far new as Mario. I know, it's, it's good. People like Mario. So there are three um, others. So you venture to guess three others. those might Great be. guesses so far. No, those yeah, are all, nailed you nailed it. all three. Well, those are my three that I was like, for sure. Um, otherwise, I'm going to say, here's some ones that I don't think. No Starfield. Mm-hmm. No Armored Core 6. Correct. Uh, obviously, Cyberpunk doesn't count. DLC doesn't count. Right. Um, so those are we out. fixed it. Them literally just being like, we fixed it. We deserve game <laughs> well, of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, retroactively, <laughs> they didn't get nominated when they came out, did they? I'm yeah, because it was fucking broken. <laughs> broken. Yeah, yeah. They're, they should have like a best, stuff, a most improved award. No, okay. yeah, they, they have should, a best. I do not want to incentivize that. <laughs> I don't want to bear. There is a category. I looked at these earlier for best community support, and No Man's Sky oh. is nominated for fixing oh, the game. Oh, that's cool. So who knows? I do like that. They added it. That's interesting. Like, so that's that where that could well. maybe live but uh so yeah, yeah. definitely no, no armor core those are all good guesses too but the other yeah. three Starfield, I guess, I'm saying, didn't make the cut uh hmm. let me think now so let's see what, what else, else did you this play year? this the playstation what exclusive we what else did we playstation talk? exclusive <laughs> yeah oh spider-man yeah spider-man 2 spider-man 2 and the other uh, man spooky Venom. yeah Spider-Man the other two are spooky game spooky i'm gonna say uh well let me think there's usually like an indie like a like last year stray right so what what was this year stray uh mm. the only thing i can think of in terms of like indie or smaller games there's this game called uh hi-fi rush ah uh, yeah yeah that, yeah yeah did that it's make it jet set Hi-Fi radio rush. it's not it's not jet nominated radio, for game yeah. of the year but it is nominated okay, for best so indie and stuff like that um the other say, two unless yeah. you want to guess again i have one other it's idea spooky, for game of the year i just crazy. Uh, yeah, Stray last year because it was like the indie darling, I guess. But I guess there yeah. wasn't really a game like that. I guess this year that was that it like blew up as level. Like Stray. Yeah. yeah. Um, you did say spooky, and I thought of one other one: Resident Evil Four. Correct. And Alan Wake Two. So you got you got Alan um Wake two okay with the hint of guess PlayStation. You got five out of six. So good job, Alan Wake from Fortnite, of course. Alan Wake from does Fortnite. a remake count as best game? You know what? Well, that's the that's question. a good question. I would say you know, no. Cyberpunk DLC can't make it, but uh, well, again, a remake of another game. <laughs> I, yeah, I, that's yeah. not. It's much improved, but I don't think it's going to win. But yeah, I, I agree with Jacob. For me, my prediction: Baldur's Gate three lock game of the year. Colin, do you have any 
Oh, I, I mean, I, I want to tear these apart. I think Baldur's Gate 3 is a lock. I have mm-hmm. still have not experienced it, but just um, from the depth you guys have explained it to me, I, I don't see how it couldn't be, right? Yeah. yeah. In Tears like, of the Kingdom, I thought okay. that was a lock to be nominated as well, just because, you know, people were... Saying, well, you know, it's and, but that's what I'm fine with. I, I look at it and go, you know what? Nintendo didn't get rid of this hardware they didn't get past 720 in a world where people are moving on to like 5K and 6K. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's totally fine, but they pushed the boundaries. They invented a game that like has a world inside it, like Minecraft, the adventure game. Wow, incredible. But then you look at the other side and you go like, okay, well, Nintendo already got it. Why do you have to give it up to this legacy platformer? That I have not played Mario Wonder, but I just cannot imagine it pushing the boundaries of gaming forward well right right this. so what didn't make the cut that you would have rather seen nominated hmm a good question i'm trying to think of what else I, also yeah. uh, the hogwarts transphobic wizards didn't make the cut either <laughs> that's right yeah um, they didn't make the cut kind of we surprising. all won we all won jacob i <laughs> hmm. i would i would say to to give Mike some love, you know, his beloved from software. I have not played armored core, but I would have to assume it's a little more engaging or high end than, I don't know, something else. Yeah. It's, it's like reinventing a level, genre uh, though. Uh, yeah. 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 It, but it's, it's very niche. That's why it's not game of the year caliber. Like it's super yeah. niche, but it is doing something to push like a dead genre back into the spotlight. Mario is just another Mario. It t- t- I would assume I haven't played it. So. But you can turn into an elephant though. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so it's got that going for it. But I but, do like uh, Armored Core, but I don't year, think it's Game of the Year caliber. It's not no. Elden Ring. It's for Elden specific Ring people was, and I'm Did Elden Ring win last year? Yes, I can't absolutely. Okay. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that was kind of a big game-changing game, and that's kind of what Baldur's Gate 3 is this year. Yes, Um Ragnarok was last year. It was nominated as well. That was the big God debate. Elden Ring okay. or... or uh, god of war and it was that makes sense yeah and like spider-man 2 does that deserve to be nominated i mean i haven't played it but it's just is it that I much hear it's different the best spider-man the other game. spider-man yeah i mean it's really good i guess at, at the metric of that but then it's something where it's like that's like a game you could probably knock out and i think like 25 30 hours which i know sounds like a big commitment but in the mm. terms of video game length not necessarily yeah, right tough. but then you know you look at some of these other games that just give you I mean, a billion hours of, of gameplay not being up. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've played 71 hours of Baldur Gate this past two weeks and 200 hours total, and I'm not done. But the other wow. thing to look wow. at these nominees is they're all continuations of a series or a remake, except well, Baldur's Gate 2. But Baldur's Gate is kind of the feel-good story of, like, Larry in a smaller studio, like, knocking it out of the park, you know, and really doing something that... Yeah. Um, bringing this type of game to the number of audiences that it has, like almost a million concurrent players at its peak. Like that's insane. So right. it's gotta be Baldur's Gate. But uh, I would say I would rather have like, like I said, the hi-fi rush uh, or a, an indie game like that instead of uh, your super Mario's or your, Spider-Man I would take Resident Evil just... four out, honestly, even though yeah. I love that game and it's great, but I don't think you can do game of the year for a remake. That doesn't right. make sense to me. Um, I think it's really cool that Alan Wake, which came out two weeks ago, squeezed in there. That's Alan like Wake, remarkable yeah, that, to me. I've been hearing a lot of buzz about that. Yeah. So good for that. I haven't played that game. I don't know anything about it, but uh, it looks spooky. I would put right. Mike 
I would put that Pinocchio game Lies of P in there. Lies of I've P. Seen, I have yo, seen so been, yeah. many insane myth videos where I'm like, you know what? Those people took a chance and maybe robbed from software of like their like well, software. they're saying it's the no. best uh, non-Bloodborne. Like but how can it, how can it look so game? much like Bloodborne without mm-hmm. them just being like, <laughs> Because it's Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's public domain, you know, I guess. It's public domain, yeah. 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 That's funny. Lives of P uh, is in like the best indie, I believe, category. And really? Stuff. Okay. That, awesome. Awesome. Um, awesome. So that's good for them. Uh, best art direction as well. I'm just kind of flipping through here for some other relevant Yeah, what other things. categories are I there? saw like all the RPGs are taken by like um, the Advanced Wars remake, Jacob. Um, mm. Their Octopath Traveler 2, I think, squeezed mm. in there as well. Like there's mm-hmm. there's some really good JRPG stuff or like tactics oh, yeah. stuff that's up yeah. too. One Baldur's thing, Gate, that's an RPG. I well, mean. here's, yeah, I got the top five for best RPG. Baldur's Gate, Liza P, Starfield, Sea of Stars, okay. and Final uh, Fantasy 16, which I think nobody cares about on Earth. What is it? I literally no. think nobody cares Final about Final Fantasy, Fantasy 16. 16. Oh. The Dark Souls Final yeah. Fantasy, Jacob, slash yeah. Game of Thrones. It came out <laughs> it's a new It's a new mainline Final Fantasy that came out. I mean, that's kind of a big deal. It just but, seems uh, like sea no of one stars, plays it. I've yeah, but it's not of, that seven remake, a- Mike. You know, it's not like that part two that we're all waiting for. Nobody cares right. about sixteen, Jacob. But Sea no, no. Stars, I've yeah. been hearing a lot of awesome. So Sea Stars, I've that heard that about. Out. It's it's sort of an old school two D uh, JRPG, like the you know, like your Final Fan, your older Final Fantasy Chrono Trigger. Yeah, mm. Chrono Trigger, turn-based yep. combat. So that looks fun. And then uh, Starfield, I guess they threw Starfield a bone and threw him in the yeah. RPG category. They're like, here you, you go. So Bethesda. you yeah, just you here you go, totally gave up on that, Jacob. You you don't well, play that at all anymore. I'll I'll I can get into it. But oh, basically, I've taken know. a I've taken yeah. a pause on that game for now. But I do plan to return at some point. Um, it's it's a very mid game, but it's fun if you just want to you know, relax. I just want to drive my little ship around in space, blow up some uh, space pirates and loot their bodies. I mean, it's fun for that. Okay. Right. Um, the only other relevant... Year for sure. Yeah. The other relevant category, Armored Core, is in Best Action Game with Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, Hi-Fi Rush, and Remnant. It's either Hi-Fi Rush or Armored okay. Core because I don't know shit about the other ones. <laughs> Dead <laughs> Island think. 2 is... I've played Dead Island 1, so I know mm-hmm. what that's about. Dead it's Island Riptide... As far as pure games, it probably can't touch the mechanics of Armored Core, though. Just mechanically playing an action combat thing, Armored Core. I know Hi-Fi Rush is sort of a rhythm-based action game. That's the only other one. Cool idea. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like it's a Jet Set Radio, basically. Yeah, exactly. I think it's made by the creators or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's one more category I want to talk about, but that's more of a transitional category to the next segment. So before Mm. that, maybe just talk about some of the watches, you know, Colin, you want to kick it off. What of these nominees have you been playing? And, Mm. uh, you know, where you at? Mm, Am I going to track down Baldur's Gate is a big question I've been grappling with. And I think I probably will for the holiday season, but boy, it's, yeah, but then the hours, the hours, the hours, the hours, Mike. I don't know. I've been I've been playing some stuff. Not not any of these nominees except for I can mm. report. Actually, here's a good one to say, look, last couple episodes that we've done these, maybe the last two watches, it's been like, well, like Jacob came over, we played two hours of Zelda, I put it away, I haven't touched it again. It's like the biggest game ever. Right. Well, 
Guess what, y'all? I got a little more time on my hands. I'm happy to say I have now 100% completed Tears of the Kingdom. Wow. wow. Congratulations. Wipe that thing out. I did not do the little find you quest of the little golden shits where those like- You didn't find all the Korok seeds? No. I'm Thinking not doing that bullshit. As it were. No. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> absolutely not. But everything else. I mean, I- Hell yeah. And I fell in love in the stories, everything I wanted it to be. Um, the world- you know, just to harp on again, that mechanics thing, you get a little frustrated where you're like, why did they take out some of the easier mechanics? Like, Jacob, you're, you're playing a little Breath of the Wild or, or have been playing a little since our last couple of watches. You know, you've got those like buttons where you're like, oh, this is the thing that like whips out your little iPad. The iPad can do 15,000 things, you know, at the click of a second. Mm-hmm. It makes interacting with this entire world so much easier. Well, for story reasons, all that technology magically melted or disappeared after the last one because they want Mm -hmm. you to like gear towards thinking how this new game is made with this new flow of these building mechanics. And it adds an extra annoying layer to everything. But once you get down the flow of like, but I have the possibility in front of me to do anything. I've lost to this flying Hydra you know, with multiple heads that's shooting beams at me multiple times. So why don't I stop just like thinking like Link on an adventure where I'm just like going into like a dungeon and like shooting arrows? Mm-hmm. How about I like build a tank? How about I like put down <laughs> like treads and like the motor control and put like sentries on top and like guns equipped to it that shoot yeah. lasers and like target heads and ride that thing into the battle? And it just fucking rules, man. It just, it that's just, so it. Cool. It, it's just a part of your brain that I just haven't experienced since I was a kid of like, wow, this video game's really making me think and I really love it. So that's pretty yeah, I recommend. And that's the I thing s- is like, can, can you say that they added enough from Breath of the Wild to be nominated? And I think they I, did because of the whole new mechanics of building. Hmm. I think they added too much, in fact, to the point where I would say, Jacob, stop playing Breath of the Wild. Let me give you this copy now, Tears of the Kingdom, to play because it invalidates oh, the last sure. game. You, you're a wasting your time by playing this thing that, like, it's like it's like a half game now in the in the in the wake of a game that's like three times a game. So, yeah. and wow. that was crazy because you know Breath of the Wild was like. Everyone's going crazy. It's like Elden Ring, God of War, and Breath of the Wild. Like one of these, it's like the best shit ever. And now, like yeah. the Tears of the Kingdom just invalidates it. I've heard that a lot, and I do really want to play Tears of the Kingdom. And I would probably just skip Breath of the Wild now if I ever get around yes. to it. And well, I would be you, said for uh, I think the Breath of the Wild, the the peaceful tranquility of it, where you're just running around these fields, you're riding on your horse, hang gliding. Like it's just not. It's a peaceful game, you know. It is. This is a lot more like mania. This and is like there's it, stuff all over, like you're building stuff. It's kind of a little more crazy. Rumor wise, though, you also just hear these things where it's like maybe the Switch 2 is coming out soon. Maybe they will finally get to 1080p and join the world <laughs> of what, 15 years ago when video games were like hitting that yeah. quality of graphics. Right. Uh, so you could probably wait. Yeah. Well, yes. my hot take, or yes, I don't know do. if this is a hot take, but I think for the next Zelda game, it should be completely different. Because that's what Zelda has always done is reinvented itself constantly. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten these two games that are very similar now, mechanic wise, aesthetics and everything. So it's time to switch it up, I think. And it's time and to do something new. I found yeah. myself narrative wise as a fan of this um, IP, Jacob, being like, 
oh, the Triforce was never in this. Like the Triforce mm-hmm. is not in these these wild hmm. two games and thinking like, oh, I kind of missed that. And then kind of second guessing myself and being like, well, no, these two games are unique. Like let them do their own thing. But that half of me does go, well, I hope the next one totally reinvents it then and maybe does more traditional Zelda stuff, but has like, you know, the same kind of world or something. I don't know. Yeah. Do they just do the original, you know, link to the past or something yes. now? Um, go back to the roots. It's it's like the Juon route. Right. Every two entries you reinvent it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well now that they switched to yeah. <laughs> Don't this you open world format, which is <laughs> yeah. popular with a lot of people, but there's a lot of people saying like Let's get like a more linear adventure yes. back, you know. Let's get fucking puzzle the dungeon. You no, know? yeah, yeah. Give us water Ocarina temple time and make me now, Here's <laughs> put those metal boots on, drown. Mm-hmm. Here's the. Let's stay on this real quick and say here's yeah. the big news for this. Now we talked about this when we were doing our Mario episode. Oh, did you see like? Oh, Nintendo's getting so bold. They're maybe thinking about making movies about their other stuff. What would you guys like to see? And I think we all kind of agreed. The most obvious choice is The Legend of Zelda to adapt mm-hmm. and make into a movie. Now, mm-hmm. what they announced this week yes. is Inamura-san, the producer of this franchise, and Miyamoto, obviously the creator, Mario creator as mm-hmm. well, have been working behind the scenes for the past 10 years as producers to make a live-action adaptation. Boys, it is not going to be ad- animated. Right. It's going to be a live-action mm. adaptation. Now, what do we think of this? We know a director is attached. It is Wes Ball, uh, director of the Maze Runner trilogy and the upcoming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, boy. Hmm. Uh, well. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I mean, somebody hasn't seen of the Maze Kingdom Runner, of the Planet the of the Apes. Scorch Trials. Maze Runner, <laughs> not doing anything for me, but That's I do fire love the Mean Monkeys. So maybe if his Mean Monkeys is good, yeah. we'll see. I was reading, like, who are they going to cast as Link? Here's some people. Could it be Tom Holland? Could it be a more unknown name? Who are they going to cast be. as Link? Who could they cast that's a twink? We need someone <laughs> who perfectly right. identifies that androgyny that is Link of Get Legend Kobe. of Zelda. Oh my God. Kobe and, I, that I'm would be a great choice, a Mike. Casting. Who? Yeah, they are the, the actor from uh, Rise of the Evil Dead and uh, One Piece, Kobe. Oh, Kobe. Right, that would be right. a very interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. I think they'd be yeah. great. Um, I, what do you, because Link doesn't speak. That's the thing. Like, what do you do? You do you double down on that, Mike? Or do you yeah. go full, do you like lean into excuse me, princess? You know? No, you don't do the quips. You do terrible. not do the CDI game. <laughs> no, no, they would never. Wait, I have an idea. <laughs> excuse? Yeah. <Absolutely. laughs> uh, a cast that, idea. Maybe we get Chris Pratt in there, you know? Everybody yeah. Chris Pratt. Yeah, oh, yeah. Billion dollar boy. Get Chris Pratt in there. Uh, I don't know. It's a me, Ganondorf. Yeah. It's a me. Yeah, have him be Ganondorf, and then yeah, who knows? Well, ten but, years um, that's on the rise, though. I wonder if it'll be good. You know, they did have struck gold with Mario, and uh, One Piece was good. We're going to get Yu Yu Hakusho to see if that's any good. Adaptations are happening. Maybe mm. it can be okay, but the not speaking is tricky. But well, we'll see. Ten it's, years, hopefully, it's good. It's also going to be Sony Mike, who brought us, of course, Last of Us, but then of course also brought us Uncharted <laughs> and Pixels. <laughs> well, my question is. <laughs> Um, Link should have been in pixels. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> you know, if they're t- if they're doing a a, a, Zel- a Legend of Zelda story, what are they? Is it going to be an original story? Or is it going to be adapted from one of the games? And if so, which game would it be? You know, is it going to be like the original, the old school one? Yeah, is it be like uh, Ocarina know, of the Time past or something. Yeah. Time? yeah, yeah. 
You can make an original one because it's like there's always it's like the the hero of time or whatever is always like it's like almost yeah. reincarnated. So they could just do something completely original and put the Triforce. I think that's the safest bet. Don't adapt it. Just kind of do its own little thing. That's um, probably a good idea. And do a sequel and then reboot it. Yeah. Um, we'll see, though. Intriguing. Intriguing indeed. Yes. Um, um, well, from that same category, please, game yes. of the year, I have been playing a ton of Baldur's Gate. And we have mm. a whole episode on it, so we won't uh, stay right. here too long. But it is just incredible. I have to say, it has got to be locked for game of the year. Just the content. And you've been really into it recently. And playing a lot of hours, right? Four hours in the last two weeks or something. I've the been scene, going crazy. And- you guys laid it out before. It's a, it's like a three act structure. So you are mm-hmm. in Act Three. Finally, I, the, the I final made it act. to Act Three, and I wow. have been going crazy. There's so much to do. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's it's awesome. Yeah. So are you close to the end? Do you think, or what's your status so within the game? I now? know what the end game is. There are several, 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 several options laid before me for how to attempt to resolve that, and I'm just trying to complete all of those before I make my ultimate decision just to complete wow. everything and like side sure. quests, you run into random stuff. So I'm just trying to clear out every single thing I come across. Um, Are you like, kissing? Uh, Carlac. She's the tall lady. Yeah. yeah you're oh, like okay. a little hobbit and you're in love with oh, Carlac. Right. She's a tall, she's my tall. It's, it's like, it's like a win and, and Mary, you know? Um, yeah. But um, I will say like I did a boss fight yesterday that took me like five hours like i ended up in a dungeon um with a very powerful boss you couldn't camp in that dungeon and my resources were very depleted by the time i got to the boss and it took like every ounce Uh, of what potions what scrolls what moves switching out spells like i had to strategize so hard and try oh because like i was stuck i can't leave there like if i can't defeat him i'm stuck at this point in the game forever and i'm like right we have no uh, nothing else we can do, and so. But Mike, we to did be it. in it a incredible. basement of like it's you know, the D and D session with your friends. This whole five hour session, it's just going to be the final boss fight or whatever. That's I'm fucking jealous. That's awesome, dude. It was one of the coolest things when I finally did it. It came down to the wire. Like I was reviving people every other turn, like with one hit point, just right. trying to like please. Don't well, the extra it was cruel thing about it is when they don't uh, allow you to rest beforehand. Like it's like a Dark That's Souls boss was. where there's no uh, you know bonfire next to the boss. Mm-hmm. You got to run up. You got to do the run up yeah. and not die and then kill the boss. And it's just like That's what made hard. it difficult. There was no yeah. way to rest. So I was really depleted on my resources and it really tested me to like strategize. Like you were saying, Colin, I really had to be like, okay, this is what the enemy is going to do. This is what I have to my disposal. It wasn't an optimal fighting team because I was doing exploring in, in the dungeon. And it was like, yeah, that was it. Oh, that's great, too. I'm just going to level up these weird guys. I'll just kind of try. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, I have my lock picking guy. He doesn't fight good. What is- oh, it's like, oh, geez. So it was really, right. it was wild. But that that's was very great. satisfying. And so. what level are you at now? Are you Have you reached level 20? I have, You can only get to level 12, unfortunately. So, mm. um, but I did. Oh, that's you know, the level cap? Yeah. Because when at level twenty in real D anD D, you're like a god. But I let me be True. a god. I have like a hundred thousand experience that is going into nothing right now. Like it oh, just damn. tells you how much you've accumulated. And I have like yeah. already. Yeah, I didn't know it stopped at level twelve because like I feel like so where I'm at now yes. is um and I haven't played in a little bit, which I'll get to. But mm-hmm. um, I no, like I'm somewhere in Act Two. I think I'm nearing the end of Act Two, but I just, I feel like I'm level. I don't know if I'm level like eight or nine already. So I feel like yeah. 
it should, I feel like the level cap should be a little higher because I feel like once you get to act three, you're already at the level cap and then you're just not progressing towards anything. That bummed me out when I did hit 12 and I'm like, wait, I'm not leveling up. I just did like a crazy boss fight. Where's my level? And then I looked it up right. and it's capped, but it does make you think it, it means like the, the enemies do get smarter though. Like you're capped at your yeah. power, but you got your strategy needs to improve at that point. Like, you know, so that's there's why I still think more should... growth. It's just not on the avatar. Yeah, scale the bosses so that they that they're still tough when you're like level sixteen or something. That would be interesting. Yeah. But fifteen, maybe if they fair, maybe if they add DLC at some point, maybe that'll be they'll imp- in, you know increase the level cap or something. Yeah, you'll have, at that level, you're dealing with like gods and shit anyway. So they'll have to add like the outer planes, and then yeah. you can be level twenty and run around like a crazy dumbass. That would, that would be, be sick. awesome. So we'll see. But I am I'm loving. No, I'm it, excited but, uh, to get to. Get to Act 3 at some point. Finally get to the city of Baldur's Gate, the titular yeah. Baldur's Gate. <laughs> no, my friend you don't said reach you made until it to, Act 3. Yeah, yeah he said you made it to Act 3. <laughs> right, just like uh, Edgen. But he said, yeah, you made it to Baldur's Gate, so you finished the tutorial. You know, there's right. just so much to do when you get That's there. That's so funny. It really ramps up the story, the plot. Everything gets really, really good once you start Act 3. Which so. Act 1 is like a whole game in its in, in itself. Like... If you took yeah. all the hours that you could spend in Act One, that would be a fine game. You know? It would be it would be the equivalent of like a full PS3 game, Jacob, where you'd be yes. like, "Man, Divinity or whatever that thing you told yeah. us those original, original games sin. they played." Divinity, original like, sin. man, that's what a perfect game. They're like, "No, you have like two more games tied into yeah. this game." <laughs> and I like yeah. the shift in each act, where like Act One is like fun. It's like all forests and fields, and it's like nice and sunny. Then you get Goblins. to Act Two, and everything is like. Um, it's Grim shadow. Dark. It's the shadow realm, basically, and everything's spooky and scary. Yeah, yeah. And then Act Three, who knows? But I'm excited yeah. to find out. No, it's great. So yeah, game of the year. You know, you pay once, you get hundreds of hours of content. I got to play an evil playthrough. There's a whole. There's plenty of stuff I'm sure I missed. Like there's so much that's content right. that I didn't even see or interact with. So way to go. But that's the uh, challenge. Has there, yeah. Has there right. been any early word about DLC or anything? Not that I think I've there's going to be one. I mean, I don't know when it's coming out, but I think there'll be one DLC and then that's it, basically. So it'll be like maybe add like a 20 to 50 hour extra content campaign type of thing. But um, yeah. the game High is so complete stuff. already that it doesn't really need a lot added to it. I was gonna, yeah. um, But I was going to say, if you do alternate playthroughs and stuff, once you finish, the challenge is to do like the hardest difficulty solo mm. run. So you do like oh, a solo shit. sorcerer run where you're just... You know, it's like extremely no, hard, but that's yeah. got to be how what that's if they hold fun. person you? That doesn't sound fun at all. Amps or scraps at your camp, at least whatever. It's like people is. who love to do oh, the yeah. scratch, uh, the scratch. no XP Elden Ring and Dark Souls type, like a level mm-hmm. one run. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. not for 200 hours. I'm OK. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's good to hear. Yeah, that's that my that's awesome. There. Yeah, basically, I, I just see, you know, I I'm, I get on Steam on my computer and I have my friends list and I can see if you're not invisible or whatever. I can see what you're playing. And every time I see, oh, there's Mike playing freaking Baldur's Gate 3 again at two in the morning or whatever. So, um, yeah, but last Saturday, I found myself looking and be, realizing it was 11 o'clock in the morning and like I stayed up all night. I'm like, Jeez, yeah, this is pulled bad. an all nighter. Very yeah. funny. I it's, no <laughs> it's, it's throwback wow. to those days for sure. That's right. But yeah. How about well, you, for Jacob? Me, Anything else you've been playing? For me, it's been this is interesting because it's been a very normy slash casual gaming. I would call it for me recently mm-hmm. because 
due to just work and other things in my personal life that have been taking up a lot of my free time, a lot of my gaming time recently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I so pretty much all the big single player games that I've been playing off and on, I've put them on pause for the moment. So your Baldur's Gate threes, your Starfields, mm-hmm. even your Cyberpunks. I'll get to the DLC eventually, and I do yeah. plan to come back to those games at some point like Baldur's Gate for sure I'm going to come back to my campaign um, but if you mm-hmm. know normies you know if you've been listening for a while I have this chronic problem with games where I never finish them right especially these long single player games where I get you know two thirds of the way through and then I just put it down and never come back to it yeah. it's a real problem and I think part of it is I just don't want to ever want the game to feel like it's over so I just never get to the last mission or something I like that was that. a big yeah. problem with uh, Cyberpunk for me for a long time where I yeah. had like almost I had like 99% complete I just never started that last mission in just Cyberpunk you and Johnny just, driving around crying yeah, right. listening to that song from Edger <laughs> I like uh, time is ticking but I need to buy yes. seven apartments I, can, yeah. I gotta go hold man on. Yeah, that's what's funny. On. Anytime there's a so Lamborghini, I can buy. Yeah, anytime yep. there's like a time element in the campaign where, yeah, like Johnny Silverhands is just telling you, "Hey, your brain is basically dying like every day," and you're like, "No, nope, I gotta buy every car, every apartment. I gotta do every crime <laughs> scene." Yeah, you only um, live once, you know. If, I, if I'm gonna die, I might as well have all the houses. Yeah, but I will say I've played. I did play a little Cyberpunk when the new update dropped the uh, the Adam reinvention, Liberty. if you will, and not oh, even just. I yeah. never. I didn't even buy the 2.0. DLC, but I just got the 2.0 free update that comes with it, where it just completely changes the base game, completely you get changes skill points now, all that vehicle combat, right? police a behavior is level, different. Yeah. yeah, it's all Dang. different, and it plays a lot better. And I played. I, I messed around a little bit with that, but I'm excited to really get back into it once I get that phantom liberty dlc yeah i'm the same uh i really want to play that phantom liberty but i got Baldur's gate to beat i need to do armor core which we'll talk about later but cyberpunk and then the resident evil 4 has dlc that i haven't played either so that's what's coming up once i finish Baldur's gate and ac but yeah but it has been a great year for games but i will say for me personally like i said starfield on pause Baldur's gate on pause i haven't played Mm -hmm. those games in like at least a month other than you know we have our uh semi-weekly Baldur's Gate crew that we go around as a, a foursome and, and yep. you know, me and Mike and two of our friends. And uh, yeah, we, Incredible. we do that. Get that rolling again. As and, well. yes, yes, you guys do. And real quick, just before you jump off it, the Starfield complaint is not, it does not feel broken like early Cyberpunk did. It's just boring. No, I had some technical issues mm. when I first started. Figure those out. It runs totally fine now for me. And mm. some people will say it's boring and there are times when, when it can be boring, but it's, it's the perfect Bethesda game for me where you can just, like I said, if you want to just zone out for two hours, fly around to different planets, fuck up some outposts, pick up cheese wheels. I mean, when yeah. you say, yeah, the best yeah. Bethesda games, it's like I, my Skyrim flashbacks of like walk to a town, right? Yeah, hit a guard, steal the guard stuff. <laughs> Okay, again, it, it, it plays just like Fallout 4. If you ever played Fallout sure. 4, it plays very similar to that, except you can go in space and you can do all this stuff. I would say there's boring things to it because if you're bored of that formula, it's not going to do much for you. And the aesthetics and the campaign writing is like not the most interesting thing in the world. Um, it's all, you know, this kind of new hopeful future type thing. But then even it just feels kind of lazy at times. Like there's a planet that's the cyberpunk planet. That's very, right. uh, I think it's called Neon is the planet's name. So it's just like right. very oh, generic. Uh, 
And we have you know, Night it's City fun, at though. home. Night City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's there's building components to it. And you know I love building, so you can build bases and you can build your own spaceship and do all this stuff, which is sounds more fun in practice than it or in in theory than it it can be in practice sometimes because mm. there's all these you know to build your own spaceship there's all these rules of how that fits together that you, you know it's just more complicated than it needs to be mm-hmm. but i was enjoying it uh i just took a break from it for a bit so I'll well, get back what was that point. one yeah. a couple years ago it was like the outer banks or the outer worlds or the outer um, uh yeah, the outer worlds is, I think it's yeah, worlds is a uh yeah that's um, isn't that just this i mean it's just i guess you just can't fly in that or is this more it's just like it's a it's a cross between no man's sky meets essentially yeah yeah okay. that's no man's sky actually. meets a bethesda type rpg that's cool okay um outer worlds was more like it's a it was a double a game so it's a little less budget but it's uh uh, more is is made by the, the makers of Fallout New Vegas, uh, right? And mm-hmm. um, Obsidian, right? And and which is um, interesting that they both made a space game, actually, yeah, I mean, yeah, and Obsidian. No, it's competing. not that Fallout maker; it's this Fallout maker, like the oh, one great, that everybody cool. likes. Yeah, <laughs> but I played Vegas. I played yeah. Outer Worlds, and that was a fun sixty-hour campaign. It doesn't have a ton of content. It's only you can't go to all these randomly generated planets like in Starfield. You just go to the set locations. And it's much, you know, it's just a much smaller scale, but it's more, it's more about curated. the campaign and the story. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not I mean, just randomly generated bullshit. Uh, no. Well, I, yeah. the way they, the way Starfield does its its generation is interesting because there's the campaign locations that you can go to that are very much built out, uh, you know, customly. And mm-hmm. then there's the uh, off the beaten track type planets where you go and when you land there, they generate a plot of land essentially that is computer generated and there's different dungeons and things like that but you can just totally avoid that stuff and just do the main campaign and the side mission Mm. stuff and that's easily 100 hours of gameplay right there so okay um but i there's a lot of complaints you can make with the game for sure so i'm probably i'm more destined to like it than a lot of people just because i've been wanting a game like this for so long even if it's not perfect i'll just accept it and just Right. Keep eating my slop, you know. No, but do you think it's better than a game where a plumber turns into an elephant? <laughs> no, <laughs> and therefore not deserving of game of the year. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it should have been nominated for game of the year because it promised a lot and it then it just kind of fell flat. And people are like, mm. "Well, this is just more Bethesda." Like, if they really, if they actually like updated the engine and fixed a lot of the old Bethesda problems, then it would have been, I think, nominated for game of the it year. But still like, has. this is just. Yeah, it's, an, it's a really outdated engine. It's a really there's a lot of outdated bugs and stuff, and mm. it's 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 not great. No, no, no. And then compare that to, with the Baldur's Gate three animations, and you know what I mean. It's like yeah, night yeah. and day. Um, yeah. You don't want to be in the room. You don't want to be nominated to stand on the podium near Baldur's Gate. You don't even want to be invited to the party if you're Starfield. Like you're gonna get embarrassed. Right. Yeah. It's just kind of sad how much obviously Bethesda put their hopes into this game and Todd is like this is huge years years of development dog yeah I think Todd Um, Howard's a hack is that (laughs) they just need to do something different because you know it's just it's the formula is getting old one of Um, the earliest mm -hmm. episodes of this podcast we ever did yeah four of us together 
going to Joe's place to record. That's right. Was Fallout yeah. 76 just came out. And there were all those videos of like Todd Howard being like, We've, like it's going it to work. It just works. going to love this. It's just, Awful, yes, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, it immediately was like crash and burn. Like this guy has swinging and missing for the past like five games he has made. And I would all say, yes, yeah. to do is release Skyrim <laughs> everywhere. It makes me nervous about well, Elder Scrolls 6. But Mike, this that's engine. the thing yes. is, he can literally just go like, oh, fuck, that didn't work. Okay, sell the rights to Skyrim to Tesla. And you're like, you motherfucker, make mm-hmm. a new, better game. Well, <laughs> yes, come on. Yeah, Todd. you could argue it goes all the way back to Fallout 4. That game had a lot of hype. And I played that game and enjoyed it, but it could have been better. The campaign was not good. Um, right, right. And then, you know, 76, awful, awful game that I've mm-hmm. played. Uh, it's like if you took if you if you took a follow game and took all the NPCs out of it and just had people like reading paper that they find on the ground to get like story yeah writing like dick butt and like sweet <laughs> and stuff yeah and, yeah you're just like great, great um great. engaging yeah and Starfield could have been a lot better but <laughs> yeah. anyway but what are you um, well yeah so this is what I want to talk about so I'm I've put all these big games on hold I'm gonna come back to them at some point mm-hmm. I've been doing what I call normie gaming. Or casual gaming. Ninety nine percent of my time has been this, and it's uh, just games. the most normie games you can imagine: <laughs> Fortnite uh, and sports games. You know, Madden yeah. and NBA Two K. My two sports games that I play, and undefeated franchises. You know, yeah, that's right. Championships. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is what I like to do in these games. So in Madden, I have this franchise that I've built, and I like to draft all the players, build the team, develop them, you know, make trades, do all this stuff, and mm-hmm. then I play every game. Um, and I can't decide if that's like the most niche way to play a normie game or what, because mm. it's like nobody I know like plays these games this way where I'm like 15 years into this, uh, you know, created franchise. Right. It's, it's the Cleveland Browns, of course, but I. So yeah. this is not 24. What what Madden version is this? This is Madden 21. 21. Because there's no Incredible. point in buying the new Madden. Right. No, 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 no judgment here. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Don't buy Madden. And I, and I know the yeah, mechanics. Please of this do one. not. <laughs> I like to do the drafts. You know, you scout the draft all year looking for hot players, and then you you get your draft steals, and then you're developing players. You, you let the older ones go. You have to sign new contracts. You have to balance your salary cap and do right. all this stuff. And that's what I love to do. I feel like a NFL GM, and it's like the most fun thing in the world to me. So, And, and a lot of those features my, are coming yeah. out. Like, I know people do like that. It's like there yeah. are, there's a set of the Madden players that really like the, the GM mode and stuff. And like yeah, they're moving the away from the hardcore fan base. But most yeah. people play the, you know, the uh, online version where you can play different people. You have the card based system that's of like course. very uh, loot box oriented. Predatory. And, stuff. and yeah. yeah. So people Ugh. love to do that. I just like to have my own franchise. I play against the computer every game and I beat them mm-hmm. every game. I'm undefeated every year. Absolutely. Uh, and I love it. I win the Super Bowl uh, yes. every year. Uh, yes. <laughs> I've won 15 Well, we don't Super get that in real life with the Browns. But, you know, no, we're doing yeah. all right. You, you got to get that um, out. And yeah. it's it's all, you know, it's all Madden generated players at this point because I, you know, it's 20, 15 it's years 2035 in, in this world. And <laughs> the first, you know, the first set of people that I drafted in 2022 have long since retired now, you know, right. it's 14 years later or whatever. And most NFL careers don't last that long. So there's a lot of turnover, but I just love building the team each year. And, um, you know, that's what I like to do. That's well, great. I'll be honest with The you. other teams have fake players too. Like all the other yes. known yes. players have retired oh, now. They'd have so to because you're, you're drafting the future. the future. Yeah. Pretty it's, much it's everyone like Bob except Bob like, 
Patrick yeah, yeah. Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and, and like a couple people are the only Ooh, ones that babies. are like 30 and they're like years old. 40 now yeah. right now. Yeah, they're Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, man, I got it. It's 2034. We yeah. had a great league. He's in his end, yep. he's in his Brady end of his career type of right. uh you know, period. But you can't win because tattoo. the Browns are so dominant for the last yeah, 15 that's years. That's, <laughs> that's, that's actually funny because the last He's... four Super Bowls in a row, I played against Patrick Mahomes, who's on the Washington football team, as it was known in 2021. Oh, nice. Uh, so I just played that's the, great. I've beaten Mahomes in the, in the Super Bowl four years in a row. And then I think this he just retired the, last year. Yeah. It's, it's your Biff Tannen future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a pretty parallel great. universe. Well, let me know yeah. when Super Bowl 2077 happens. I'd like to watch that streamed. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Well, hey, I don't care about any of that. I'm glad yeah. it gives you a sense of catharsis. That's no, it's great. totally <laughs> a very nerdy niche thing to be into, and I can't really talk about it with anyone, but that's how I spend yeah, I'm glad. I'm and glad you enjoy it. Bring it to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you bury yeah. that deep down. What <laughs> yeah. I do want to hear about is give me these reactions to OG Fortnite and, and oh, the Fortnite. Uh, this, wow. this yeah reversion thing and, and to me it's i'm super interested in hearing this and, but yeah. mike did you get a chance to dip your toe into this at all have I you did squatted not dip up? into the Fortnite? Mm-hmm. i did a little bit of the epic game rocket leaking but i didn't do any of the Fortnite hey. uh original yet so well yeah I'm, again I'm as part of to my hear about it part of my normie gaming so i'm playing these sports games i'm playing a Fortnite, and i'm playing a little bit of halo and those games mm-hmm. are like whenever mm-hmm. i have friends that play halo when they play i'll play a little bit of halo i have friends that mm-hmm. play Fortnite. I just like playing yeah. shooters. Any game where I can, it's me against another human. And it's kill or be killed. I'm into those kind of games. So, mm-hmm. right, give me a target I can shoot at. So I play. Yeah, you keep saying you against schools. <laughs> no, <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Stop. Um, basically, I'm playing killing a bunch of twelve year olds in Fortnite. Probably. No, 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 no. Uh, but that's <laughs> yeah. That's the positive ages. way to do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically, we condone um, that. But yes, yeah, so of course, Fortnite. Yeah. The OG Fortnite, which is a month long, only a month, mm. only for the month of November, uh, thing that they're doing where they brought back the OG map from 2018, which I think starts in season five, actually, of Fortnite. So it's not technically the first season, but it's, and then each week they go a season ahead. So it's like the first week was season five, then season six, season seven, se- season mm. eight, um, which was that 2018, 2019 period when it was really coming on popular and, um, no, we have some friends, of course, uh, Matt and Manette, Joe, that I play with. Uh, shout out to them. And Matt, of course, is a huge uh, Fortnite guy. And he was playing back in 2018 with his friends and stuff. So for him, it's very nostalgic and stuff. I did not get into Fortnite until much later. In fact, I only started playing it regularly at the beginning of this year. So I've played starting in January, basically, of, of this year. Hmm. And I was enjoying the last couple seasons of Fortnite where I got the battle pass each time and I was doing all my chores for experience and stuff and getting new skins. And I liked all that. I'm, but I gotta say, I'm not a huge fan of the OG Fortnite. I don't think anybody's take. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's been pretty popular. Know. There's been if a lot of people had, coming back to it. We should note they just had their largest server day ever. Mike, I think they had forty six wow. million active players. That has to be a record Whoa. of some kind. That yeah. has yeah. to be. There's a lot of people who's like, I haven't played in years, but you know, it's a good time to get back into it. Play some OG Fortnite. For is me, it, since you yeah. said it's progressing, is it getting closer to what you remember? I guess are we like I have not three weeks away? Okay. I've pretty much only played when the the gang has been on for right. 
you know, a little multiplayer. But um, I, yeah, and I've not been solo playing this season because I'm just not as interested in it because it's slower. They took out a lot of the things that I like about uh, Fortnite. So the thing is, over time, they've evolved and added all these new mechanics and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, we're going to go back to OG and we're going to take all that out and make it boring and slow again. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't really interest me too much. Mm-hmm. They took out, you know, vehicles. They have golf carts, which were in back in 2018, but it's not right. the same. You know, they had cars and raptors that you could ride around on and stuff. They took out, you know, gold bars and taking out bounties on players and spending things on buying new weapons and stuff and hmm. capturing points and there's all these systems that you know modern fortnite has built that they just took out it. yeah unless you're nostalgic I mean, I, maybe it's not for you i appreciate yeah. the, the new old map and i appreciate the more cartoony aesthetics that they originally had and so there's some value in that but to me it's just a lot of running around not seeing other players um I don't like the guns as much because they went back to the old school guns and stuff. And it's not as many tie-ins. You can't get lightsabers or, you know, anything like that. But isn't, like, lore-wise, too, wasn't there a character that, like, Brie Larson played that, like, sacrificed herself to blow up an island? And then The Rock, who I believe plays a character called The Foundation, that, like, created the new island? Like, how did we get here to the original island? (laughs) I don't know that much about Fortnite lore, if I'm being honest. I know there's a rock character. Um, Probably Matt and Manette would probably know a lot. I would love to hear it. I would love to hear. Right, right. Uh, Again, I only came in in 2022, so I just know the last three chapters, uh, which have been a lot of fun. Last season, they had the heist theme. Then they had the jungle theme. They had like all these different themes. This year's theme, or this month's theme is just... OG return to 2018. Uh, I think it's fun for some people, but at least it's only a month and then we'll get a new season in December and probably a, a brand new map. Cause that's what they do now. Every year they have like four chapters in a map and then they go to a new map. Basically. Brie Larson keeps huh. sacrificing herself. That's terrible. Yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's, it always, it's the hero of time. She shows up in every iteration. Um, right. Interesting. So basically yeah, I've been normie gaming Fortnite sports games halo when when my halo friends want to play right right that's about it you know I'm i don't think that's normal game and i think that's cool <laughs> yeah yeah but so normie's not an insult on this podcast so maybe no is. no yeah it's, i don't it's, think it's, it's an fine. insult i just uh they're just very you know I, I should start playing call of duty too that's like the other oh geez <laughs> don't do that kyler yeah. murray's back in football you gotta watch out right um <laughs> yeah i guess um armored core you know Best action game. It'll do it for my last update here. I played it a little bit. I think I'm at the, I'm at the boss of chapter four. Very difficult. It's like mm. the white robot from Wally, but it's evil. It's very fast and hilarious. Um, and you can't just sword it and then shoot. Well, the meta the has been two sword Zoro, you know, Roro Nora Zoro from hey. One Piece. It's three swords. So far, I can only yes. get three, but I did Put find one sword another. in your mouth. Yeah. So I'm trying to eventually be three sword Zoro, but I just rush down and sword everything. That's my play style. I'm doing it with a flight stick still. I updated sure. the cameras for the Twitch. I will be doing it intermittently, but I have one more chapter to go. Uh, we'll cool. see how it goes but anyway it's difficult uh, anything that's another game i need to pick like up at the, some point the yeah sticks? me too i wonder yeah. how easy it would be on a controller i've not played a minute of it with the controller so it's difficult but it's fun with the flight stick and what throttle. if you had a full wow. 
simulation chamber. You know how some people Incredible. build those for mm-hmm. truck driving simulator or whatever. Do it. It was like those arcade things where you could just have a whole thing that would like move you around and stuff while you're guiding it. That would be super fun. Probably get whiplash, but that would be sick. Yeah. I mean, some of the, you know, I'm glad we played Star Wars Squadron. Shout out to that because I had the hardware yes. to do this. So I'm right. glad I'm getting to use that again, yeah. not just buying it for no reason. Jacob, you're thinking old school. It would just be a VR helmet. Mm, yeah true. true just a vr helmet and the sticks and that's it well yeah okay. i guess does that have vr it capabilities not, but uh, it could it's it's oh it's coming it's yeah. coming but yeah so armor core is cool definitely not game of the year but definitely action game and it's like jacob's thing it's like it's it's not for everyone starfield's not for everyone it's for yeah. him armor core is not for everyone it's for me and you know it's for half of people it that like that kind of game and who have played the past armor cores and like mechs and that kind of thing and it's very much tinkering like colin was saying with breath of the wild to bring it full circle like you'll encounter a challenge but like this build won't work maybe i need hover legs or something different you're kind of yes. like okay right it's immune to rockets so you have to kind of adjust how your robot is built See, except think- unless you're two swords Zoro, then you just rushed everything down <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's actually the problem with Starfield is that it was built to be like, oh, you can do all this tinkering, you can set up your mining outposts and all this stuff, but all, all of it's like ultimately pointless and you can play right. the whole game without doing any of that stuff and it has no effect on the game. And the game is so easy that it's like none of this matters. Like you don't have to take any of these perks or anything because you can just shoot everyone in the head and it's, it's like very easy. So that's kind of <laughs> the problem. Tears Pilots. of the kingdom and yeah. armor cords. The gameplay loop is tinker to solve problem. Oh yeah. The, right. the critical it's... path. The critical path must be tinkered with, right? So I instruction manual of the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, like I said, that's uh, what the last should episode. make it more oh, like yeah. that, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. And, you know, I appreciated Zelda taking their combat sword franchise and taking combat out of it and making it a brain game. Like that's very smart. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Supposedly um, no DLC for them. That kind of bummed me out. That's uh, what yeah. they just announced, but we'll see. That's the real tears of the gamers. Um, Colin, I see a <laughs> note here you have referencing this PlayStation 5R. Is there a... Well, just, I'll, you know, I'll say I'll what it actually it. is, PS5R. I'll say no, Mike. It's in fact that I'm playing a new game. After Zelda, I said, oh, I'm done with this thing. And PS5, you ah, say, I was like, ah. oh, you know what? I should check out... I should play a PlayStation game after doing Nintendo. Nothing grabbed me. I truly thought, should I finish Elden Ring? I should. I should. It's not going to happen. I should. I should get Spider-Man 2. But I didn't, I didn't play Miles. So then I feel like right. I'm behind on that. So I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, and I watched Joe story. play a lot of Spider-Man. And that's enough for me. It looks great. <laughs> uh, no, Mike. And I'm sure you just guessed this. Instead, I picked up a game I'd bought a while ago and not just had the time for, but another big fat boy for the Nintendo Switch. I'm playing Persona 5 Royale. Uh, That's right. Heavily recommended from Get Mm -hmm. Played, Jacob. Uh, And then you've played it as well, of course. So so you were talking about it a lot. I've played it as well. Yeah. I also have not beaten Guys, it. It's one of the ones that's just get, stuck well, 150 hours long. in. I also it's just stopped much. on that one. Here's, yeah. here's the primary thing I want to ask. Yeah. What were your romance options, boys? Who who uh, did you end up going towards? I, I can't even, I didn't even get that far where I even oh, wow. made it to like starting a relationship yet. Um, The doctor lady. 
Tied to Keme. Mike, you made the right choice because, of course, I also chose the hot god lady. (laughs) Yeah, hot god doctor. Older doctor lady. uh, You can also have an inappropriate uh, relationship with your teacher, Miss Himawari, where you invite her over to dress up like a maid. I do spam that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. It gives you options. You can date older ladies that you shouldn't be as a student. You can also date a younger student than you. It's very strange. Well, that's, that's so to. To front load it with all that inappropriate stuff where you're like, oh, that sounds <laughs> right. like the perviest game ever. Obviously, that's why Colin's playing it. <laughs> I'm playing it because – and it's the way it's been described to me by you guys and just hearing other you know, mm-hmm. gamers in the world talk about it is it is so one of a kind singular. Mm-hmm. And for the fact that we are talking about how like Baldur's Gate you know, 3 can feel – so much bigger and different or we're at armored core six like it is all alan wake two. it is all sequels and sequels and sequels i understand mm-hmm. that but this takes the final fantasy route where of course none of these worlds are related to their other thing we're literally about to get another video game persona 5 tactica which is set in the persona 5 world because almost mm-hmm. like final fantasy 7 mike it's become like yeah. the most popular iteration wouldn't you agree mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. um i love it it's just, it's, it's just japan it's but it's there's no gameplay like it where you it's a time waster simulator to talk about playing normie games. Jacob. Time management. You sit down, life it really is. It is to where you am I going to go like, rent a video or am I going to eat some? But, and you're like, should I be wasting my time doing this? But when you get sucked <laughs> yeah. into it and you go like, here's the mechanics of the game. I can choose what friend to hang out with. I can choose what activity to do. Do I want to study? Go to a batting cage? Do I want to, you know, go to a do club? You know, like all these things. Yeah. Do my yeah. lunch? Do my homework? <laughs> like, dude, like, and the good take quizzes at school. Like these endly things. Yeah. Or I can progress the story, which is, of course, to unveil the. Um, inappropriate relationships a teacher has been having while molesting his students and physically abusing them, and I must steal his heart to to change yeah. his wicked ways. So you like go into what? his mind palace it's, and fight, like, force yeah, them like, to. Uh, like, so what's yeah. the what's the darkness in the background there? What was that molesting stuff you said? You're like, no, no, no. It's it involves a cute cat. You can choose like if you want to brew yeah. coffee sometimes. And you're like, That's no, right. no. But what was that molesting stuff? Like it right, is right. It is, it is very weird. It is like the two modes mix. is like, yes. yeah, it's like slice of life sim, and then go into the mind palace of someone yes. and like try to change their evil yes. heart. It's like One of your too, classmates yeah. recently tried to commit suicide. <laughs> Unveil why that happened, and you're like, "That's on me." <laughs> like I, yeah. I have to discover that. I think I just started going to school here. <laughs> yeah, I'm a transfer. No, it is a crazy yes. mix. You're right, but I do like. Um, I like how Persona deals with like interesting themes. Like, I'm I, I'm in a to all of it. I'm into. I have bought. I have every spinoff game now, and I have pre-ordered the upcoming Tactica. You'll be getting updates on that. Obviously, I've got like a hundred hours still into this one to play, and it's. I'm looking so forward to it. I should come back around to it. 150 in, 150 out, and also the UI. (laughs) Shout out to good UI. Games have shit UI. Hey, they crush it. Just originally aesthetically pleasing. I mean, yeah, yeah, just like just yeah. like one where you every time I put it on, and then like obviously a lot of said about the music. I don't mm-hmm. play video games with music Incredible on. Music. I've said that oh, a million yeah. times before. Yeah, I turn it up here because I'm like, there might be an anime cut scene. There might be some cool voice acting. There might just be this like jazzy beat that I just want to like mm-hmm. hear in the background. <laughs> yeah, vibe, I listen man. to that. Uh, soundtrack all the time just by itself because there's some songs that i really like on it and the like 
the the city song like when you go back to your life yeah. it's like and it always starts up right at some point in the game some vocals just happen in yes. that game like i've hit that, I've hit that point into the game. yes 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 like, yes wait there's vocals yes. in this song or i'm like oh okay yeah great yep um that that'd be a good alarm sound yes that would be cool vibe yes i love it very city pop vibes um and I just love that you can like change your costume and make yourself look super cool and super goth yes. and edgy. And then uh, I want to talk about the personas of it all. It has it. this this Pokemon like aspect I to it. I love it. it. Mm-hmm. But where you mm-hmm. to, to if you want to evolve your Pokemon, you go to this. Well, first you go to this dream world where there's this guy, and you're like, "Hey, take these two Pokemon and well, execute them." There's some lollies. Yeah. We'll put that out there. Yes, it is a very prison guard <laughs> yes. lollies. Yeah, yes, there's everything yes. from Japan in this game. Yes, there 100 <laughs> percent is. Yes, but, but then Jacob, you're right. It to is evolve your Pokemon. You murder two of them and combine them into like a new form, basically. Well, in Persona Three, the way you transformed was shooting yourself in the head oh my so i'm incredible I'm, yeah incredible stuff from the persona series wow yeah, yeah. good stuff i still Meanwhile, you can make that. coffee while your caretaker yeah some curry yes. bullshit or make some curry. yes yeah i love it um incredible Did stuff you hear a bunch some... of your students are killing themselves <laughs> by the way I, 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 yeah. this new coffee blend you tried is great i'm so proud of you i'm like yeah, i am doing good at school thank you yeah <laughs> maybe maybe i should be the one to take down the yakuza single-handedly yeah yeah, yeah. 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 jesus christ <laughs> uh, well uh, again great uh you know we were joking about the dating aspects but it, Baldur's gate greatest western dating sim ever made you know but persona's probably the best like. rpg slash social sim uh yeah, yeah. well that's great good games stuff. all around yeah well, I have a Should good we... transition then. So yeah. there's one more category, but we'll go to the other side before we get into it. But the category mm-hmm. I want to discuss was best adaptation of yeah. a video game into a live action series or animated. So let's uh, go over to what we're watching, talk about that, and then we'll roll into everything else. Uh, yeah. Looking cool, Joker. Absolutely. Go to bed. I need that cat in my life when I'm playing Baldur's Gate to say, go to bed. Love. I don't. Love it. Love Morgana. All right. Mona. <laughs> We're back here on Normies Like Us, doing a whatcha. That was Games Now We Talked. Mike, you just teased. Yeah. Video game adaptations. Hmm. Yeah. Live so this action. Is a, a category or animated, I guess, for one of these. But yeah, we oh, want to discuss this because some of these we've watched and talked about on a whatcha just to get your thoughts here. So five nominees, best adaptation are... Castlevania Nocturne, Netflix, mm. the animated mm. uh, New Castlevania. Gran Turismo, mm. the PlayStation movie <laughs> starring uh, Hopper. Then we have The Last of Us, HBO uh, Max, Super Mario Brothers, Chris Pratt, and Twisted Metal, which I really Incredible. am happy to see Twisted Metal here. Yes, of Jacob, I feel like what's your thoughts on this? It seems like there's five nominees. It seems like that's every video game adaptation I, that's come out last year. I was about to say, they hit four and they're like, we need a fifth. Yeah. We need a fifth. Oh, did you know Gran Turismo came out this year? Yeah. Right. Like oh, how yeah. bad do you have the to be? The movie based on a true nominees? story? That we did yeah. as a publicity stunt on purpose? Yes. <laughs> Incredible. But I'm happy for Twisted Metal. Uh, obviously, probably Mario will win, but... Mm. Uh, oh, Mario yeah. will win. 
Really? Or Last of Us, I guess. I think The Last of Us is going to win. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It's a better adaptation. Does Mario feel like playing Mario when you watch it? No. Sure. But is it quality or popularity? That's the now, well, again, money-wise, Mario, but they're both very popular. Do we vote for these or do do critics vote for these? We sign in and vote. We We vote. vote. That means Mario. I definitely don't vote for it. Kids aren't logging in. You personally do. (laughs) Every year. I think Peter Prescott's power will win. He is daddy. Here's my question. Adults are going to log in. Do you think that Uncharted, the year that it came out, was nominated in this category. No, oh, <laughs> no I don't. That's the cutoff. Is like, yeah, it's got to be better than Uncharted. So Grant Turismo is probably all right. Thing. It's the opposite of when the Oscars widened to ten after they like didn't put Dark Knight up, where they were like, ah, oh, we really right. blew it or whatever. It's the opposite where they're like, actually, because Uncharted said, yeah, we're dropping it to three nominations. Sure. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's funny. But, I mean, I like that. We can't have good conscience. Be, we can't. A little better yeah. than Uncharted, I guess. I'll watch um, it when it's on streaming eventually. Now you say, Jacob, your winner is Oppenheimer because you love yes. that video game. I love yeah. the classic <laughs> SNES Minecraft scroller. That you keep arguing. Building. Uh, Oppenheimer is an adaptation of Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> you well, can... he's building a bomb with yeah, nuclear reactor. Yeah. yeah, you can get that exactly. done in Minecraft. <laughs> but yeah, interesting things. I think Twisted Metal was a surprise that we did like it, so check it out. But who knows? We Castlevania, I haven't seen. You guys watch Castlevania? At all? I. I I did for Spooky Season. I was kind of let down given how much I love those last mm. three seasons. This is the spinoff Nocturne. Mm-hmm. Um, Richter. Richter Belmont. Richter Which I like Belmont. Rondo of Blood, I believe. Richter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Rondo of Blood. Rajon Rondo yeah. of Blood. Simply in the Night uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New yeah. setting, new time period kind of thing. Right? Yeah. Looked interesting. I'll catch episode, up to it eventually. I'll come back to it. It's better than the Witcher season, so... <laughs> It notably you know, not up. That's, that's not an adaptation. adaptation. Hey, that's really sad. Yeah, you know what? We found it Get down there, Geralt. <laughs> it was six. They... It was six nominees. Like we're cutting it to five. <laughs> Technically, they might consider that since that's an adaptation of the books, not the actual. Because the game but is an adaptation. Oh, sure. Of like the show game, but yeah. that is very yeah, technical. technical. Not the yeah. game. Fair enough. All right. Well, that's nominees for best adaptation to get us transitioned. What are we watching? Mm. Um, yeah, where do we want to kick it off? I defer to you two gentlemen. I, I will throw it to Jacob because here's what I want to announce, Mike. I'll say this real quick. Yes. I was talking to Jacob about this. I have pretty much chopped away all of my streaming services. I am significantly wow. trying to right. cut back on my viewing habits. I had a hmm. job that um, required me to very diligently watch a lot of content all day long. And I believe right. it has totally poisoned my brain and I'm no longer doing that. So I'm trying to have like a huge detox. Thank you. That's so great. outside of the things that maybe we're going to talk about next week, I mm-hmm. truly have not been streaming too much. So I'm excited to hear what you guys have been up to. How about nice. Jacob, you teased a mysterious show and you've been <laughs> yes. saying it off on too. Now I'm hoping and praying this isn't you just forgetting and being like, it's the wire or it's the shield or whatever it is. Or what is it? Well, should I lead with that? Or should I talk about, I've been, I've seen a couple new release movies tell, recently. Tell me this secret thing. I want to hear this secret. <laughs> okay. Thing. It's not really a secret. I just wanted to reveal it on air to get you guys. Mm. Questions Cause I, yeah, so that would be fun. I guess I don't know, I don't I know how it. you'll even react to it, but uh, no, no. Essentially, absolutely. I've been looking for a new show to sort of binge watch or have on in the background during the day, mm-hmm. um, 
and you know ha- having watched all every star trek that's like ever existed mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. and yep. finished with all the star treks i was like where do you what? go like yeah, what's like a long running sci fi show that I could like, uh, okay. check into? Yeah. Mm. Um, so I was like, what could it be? I've I've seen like almost every sci fi because I'm a sci fi kind of guy. You have you've done mm-hmm. that Amazon one that you recommend the expanse. the expanse. Yeah. Love the expanse. Mm-hmm. Uh love some Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. Uh Babylon five is pretty good um, oh, you've seen babylon 5 wow some of it i never finished it but uh mm. it's 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 an interesting one um but i'll tell you what i've looked you know i said america you're not doing it for me let me look across the seas oh. to our european brothers and sisters on the mm-hmm. island of the united kingdom uh, oh. I'm trying okay. to see if you guys could guess where I'm heading. I think I read dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nice, nice, nice. No. Good pull. But oh, I would argue okay. that the show I'm watching now is the Star Trek of England in a way. It's a long running, a oh. long running show. Pip, 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 chaps. Are you stepping out of a little police box per chance? That's right. It's Doctor Who. Now, I think I've famously said in a podcast many, many years ago on here that that is something none of us fuck with because it's so like twee or whatever. We all agree. We're like, yeah, yeah that's well, weird. What a weird blind spot for all of us. So, mm-hmm. wow, dude. I'll give you my history with it. And it's it's funny because I'm a little embarrassed to admit that I'm watching it. I times. would hope. <laughs> uh, but I think it's there's some there's some good stuff in there. Like it's it's. Uh, sure. It's a show that I did watch for a period of time when I was uh, a teenager, um, probably mm. from the ages of like 15 to 20 or whatever. But I when your teacher is cleaning your house, as they do in persona, <laughs> that age. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> of that age. Dressed as a maid. Yeah. You, you um, but essentially, so, if you don't know the history of Doctor Who, yeah. this is a show that started airing in 1963. This is why I say it's like the English mm. Star Trek. But if you think about all the different Star Treks combined, if it was just combined into one show, it right. never stopped. Well, it did stop for a period. So it ran from 63 to 89, mm-hmm. its original run. Wow. Went off the air in 89 for a bit. They tried to get it going. There was a TV movie in the mid-90s that was sort of going to be a backdoor pilot for bringing it back. Didn't get mm-hmm. the numbers they thought it would, so they, they didn't bring it back at that time. Eventually, they did bring it back in 2005, and it's been running ever since. Sorry, sorry. That just makes me think that joke in community where they go to the inspector space time convention and they go like, well, the American movie and Luke Perry walks down. He's like, inspector space time. (laughs) Inspector space time from community is sort of a uh, take on Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. But no, this is a show that I watched from in 2005 to 2010, basically. And I enjoyed it at the time. As you know, there's been many different incarnations of the Doctor. So to explain, yep. so basically, doc, the Doctor, Doctor Who, right, is a sort of an immortal alien known as a Time Lord who's sort of a god. Uh, mm-hmm. And how they got around recasting, right, back in the 60s and stuff, they're like, well, this guy's getting too old, the first Doctor. Let's have him regenerate and basically... Have him explode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So what... Every couple of years, he regenerates and takes a new form, and that's the new actor that plays the Doctor. So there's been, I think, 14 different Doctors now since the 60s. And if you just start in 2005, when it came back, that was the ninth Doctor. So you had Christopher Eccleston, uh, Hmm. ninth Doctor. Then you had David Tennant, 
my guy. Yeah, uh, like we had Matt Smith, uh, Peter Capaldi going to a more old doctor. Yeah. Here's my hot take. I also, I like every incarnation of the doctor, but we'll get there. So mm-hmm. you had Matt Smith. Matt Smith, I was the most lukewarm on at the time. I've since gained a more of appreciation for Matt Smith because of Hot D, House mm-hmm. of the Dragon. Love when he rides that dragon. Yeah. yeah. Um, Peter Capaldi, like I said, then you had Jodie Whittaker, the first female doctor. That's right. Who just ended her run at the end of 2022. Uh, so it's now in a period of transition where... Well, first, David Tennant is coming back for a series right. of specials that's coming out next month, I think. And then they are transitioning to the new Doctor, which is Shuri Gatwa from the Barbie movie and other things, um, who will be the first Black Doctor. So that's kind of exciting. Hey, that, that is cool. cool. Yeah. Um, and that shows sex education. Seems like a good right. actor. Sex education. Hmm. Um, and again, this is a show that I only really watched during the Eccleston and Tennant eras, which were the first two, the ninth and 10th doctors. Mm-hmm. I like Christopher Eccleston a lot. He was there for one season. Famously. Fuck you, doctor. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, think I he, am he didn't want to be typecast. He left I after one this. season. Yeah. yeah. Has not had a good relationship with the people that make it ever since. Then David Tennant comes in. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> David Tennant comes in to a lot of people, the defining doctor and mm-hmm. he's my guy. I love David Tennant. Yes. He's my doctor. Has maybe returned to the well too much, Jacob, would you maybe say? Mm, not really, because um, he's, he's so coming... beloved. It's yeah. a, And he works. I mean, it's not like he's pigeonholed, but he, you no, know, he this works. is like the fourth time where like the premise of the specials have been like, we got to get you what you love. But we got to give you a David while. Like, He came back, back during the Matt doctor. Smith era and stuff, yeah. but it's been a few years. So he's coming back along with... Donna Noble, one of his companions, um, who played by that lady that was in the office, Catherine Tate, uh, mm-hmm. I think is her name. Oh, not Billy Piper. No. Okay. Billy Piper was the first companion. Rose, she was great. I'm all about Billy Piper. Mm. She's great. Yeah. I also like Martha, the next one. Um, uh, but after the Day of Tenor, originally, I kind of stopped watching. Once they transitioned to Matt Smith, I was like, who's this fucking guy? I don't like him. Not my dog. He's like too, he was too similar to David Tennant. Like they didn't do enough to, ch- like he was just a more yeah. twee version of David Tennant. Smarmy. Like, yeah. Mm. So he's probably my least favorite doctor, but I'm excited. So what I've been doing, I started in the 2005. I've been watching. I'm three seasons in now. I'm oh. like, I've only covered material that I've already seen so far, right. but mm-hmm. it's been almost years. 20 years yeah um, with you know with a critical look now oh that's yes. great that's great don't say and that. it's all on max please so don't ever like, say that <laughs> um right and it's wild you know sometimes actors will show up that i forgot were in it like i just watched an episode where andrew garfield shows up and he's like the fourth cool. supporting role in one episode like, heck yeah and andrew cool. garfield i feel like cool. i feel like he's been around forever but this was 2007 he really only broke out in 2010 with the social mm-hmm. network and then Spider-Man a couple years later. But I was like, Andrew Garfield, what are you doing here, buddy? Fourth supporting role. Um, so that's fun. Uh, and it's a lot like Star Trek again, because a lot of the episodes, I feel like with a couple changes could be a Star Trek storyline. Mm. Um, Cause they, you know, they meet different alien races that have different customs and things. They either go forward in time or back in time and do historical episodes. I watched an episode on Halloween that was about 
fighting a, a, a werewolf in Victorian England, which was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, that. A I mean, episode. It's pretty, yes. It's pretty well-renowned for its writing. I mean, it's the Sherlock guys that those it's, early seasons, um, right? Hmm. Yeah. It started with Russell T. Davies was the showrunner. And then Stephen Moffat, who was a writer, took over as showrunner. He was also the creator of Sherlock. So that's the Matt Smith era. So Russell T. Davis left after the tenant era Stephen moffat took over another guy named chris chibnall eventually took over they're all kind of from the same they all kind of came up together in england writing these Mm -hmm. you know shows and stuff sherlock i'm not really a fan of and that's kind of why i fell off from the matt smith era the writing like dr strange and and bilbo (laughs) dr strange (laughs) what is his name from the wakanda movies i dare you guys to say it Oh, what, yeah, but what Martin is his <laughs> agent? It is something you just agent. saw him in Secret Invasion, Jacob. <laughs> well, I don't know. Tell you. Everett Ross, of course. Oh, Everett <laughs> Ross. Jeez, Wait, oh man. Isn't it a Thunderbolt Ross. Ross or whatever? It's a different. Oh. You're thinking yeah. of the new Harrison Ford. Oh, wait, maybe they're related. Oh, I don't man. know. <laughs> is it Dr. Do- agent Everett Ross, Mike? I'm no. looking it up. Um, Please tell me it doesn't. Everett Ross, you had it, yes. Wow, they are Ross to Ross. Okay. Right. They are related. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think the, the the writing has been up and down over the years. And I think the writing was the strongest possibly during the David Tennant era. And right now I'm in the prime of that. So the first two seasons of David Tennant, I'm like loving it. There's some really strong episodes. I'm like, Fuck this yeah. is great, man. This is nice, great. Man. It's like a combination of Star Trek and another show I like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where they have oh, Monster cool. of the Week type oh, okay. episodes and stuff like that. And there's a lot of like hidden darkness in it where it's like it's very twee and charming and like cute a lot of times, but then it's also like the doctor has like this hidden darkness to him because he's just this lonely god from space that lives forever and everywhere he goes, like death and destruction kind of follows him and he's just lonely and mm. It's it's really pretty interesting stuff, it's to like be honest. An immortal vampire with a familiar kind of energy. Yes. So he'll right. take on a companion or two at a time, but they always leave. And there's just some really tragic storylines where it's like this lonely god has to like suffer through existence alone, basically. Um, it's the subtext of it. And then the, you know, the text is like Snyder we're plot. fighting this uh, giant yeah. spider monster or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. Interesting, interesting. So it's a lot of fun, and I'm excited to get into the seasons that I haven't seen. And again, I like, I'm, you know, Nat Smith is growing on me a little bit. I'll have to see how his run. I like him better as Hot D guy, but mm-hmm. uh, then Peter. Like Capaldi, him better when he's having sex with his niece. Yes, yes. now we know. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Um, Peter Capaldi is an actor I like a lot. He's an older British actor, very fun, mm-hmm. um, and he kind of plays more of a like sort of a snippy, aggressive like. Uh, older doctor and then you have yeah, jody whittaker kind of split the fan base for probably obvious reasons too right mm-hmm. you know um, for some oh, i'm sure they'll react to Incudi <laughs> incredibly well yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 um and jody whittaker unfortunately from what i know is that her seasons did not have great writing and right. so a lot of people are like it is unfortunate because she was a good doctor. She just had bad writing during her. He bailed so. immediately, right? She was like, she lasted, "I'm, no, she, I'm done." Seasons. Okay, and that's so she did the, the standard contract. Okay, the mm. it's you can stay as long as you want or as long as the studio wants you to. But 
since well, you David have, so, Tennant bought a couple houses on the fact that they wanted him to stick around for well, a while. Well, yeah, but while, he only lasted dude. three seasons as the main doc. So, so really, Eccleston wow. left after a year. David Tennant was there for three years. Matt Smith was there for three years. Peter Capaldi was there for three years. Jody Whittaker has been there for three years. So that's been kind of the I, tradition now is three my seasons. Three years. Yeah. College life was people, you know, girls putting up pictures of fucking David Tennant. It right. was well, longer was than three was, yeah. years. Three seasons. God, yeah. but that's incredible. Made an impact. Dang. He, yeah, he fucking did, dude. 20, 2006 to 2010, basically, was his run. And then wow. Matt Smith was like 2010 to 2014. No, no, no. no, no. 2006 to 2023. He's still doing it. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, coming yeah. back. But that's the thing is that he's don't the, want to hear it. He's the tenth and fourteenth doctors now because this is they're it's a totally different. Oh, numbering. the twist is why do I look like this again? That's funny. I think okay. so. Yeah, that's cool. And then, and then it's the tradition the to yeah. Okay, I think Shooty Gatwa. I think is how you pronounce it. Oh, I pronounce it wrong gotcha. in the Barbie. Shooty, I think is how you say his first name. Oh. Mm. Um, and that's that'll be interesting. And there's been you know. A lot of the actors went on to do bigger things. Of course, Karen Gillan was the primary companion for the Matt Smith Doctor. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's fun to see, you know, these actors. And like in the one I was just watching, uh, Gugu Mbatha-Ra from Loki was in it. You Hmm. know, I'm like, wow, okay. So... Karen Gillian stars in um, Avengers, billion dollar franchise, Guardians, billion dollar franchise, Mm -hmm. and Jumanji, billion dollar franchise. Would you say she's the biggest breakout from Doctor Who over David Tennant? No. Mm. Well, in terms of – no, because most of the doctors would go on to do – like David Tennant, people know him. Matt Smith, people know him. But what is – what's the biggest thing David Tennant's gone on to do outside of that? He was in Marvel Marvel. too. He was 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 in Purple Man. Yeah, I would argue that was the biggest. Christopher Eccleston was the villain in Thor 2. Matt Smith was in – Morbius. Shut your mouth. Jason. Shut your mouth. You don't you dare ever say that again. <laughs> what was his character's name? Is Doctor Who uh what was his name? Doctor <laughs> something. Yeah. It was like vampire backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, they just called him like Toby or something or whatever uh yeah. Jared Leto called him. I didn't yeah. see it. Anyway. You're Toby. Yeah. Toby, you can't um, do it. <laughs> Uh, no, I think he took on the Morbius role because his friend, Karen Gillan, from his Doctor Who days was like, you got to do one of these Marvels. And he just like signed the first one he saw and it happened to be Morbius. So nice. Sony. Uh, not the Sony, Sony one. Not the Sony uh, one. You yeah. got to read the contract, dude. <laughs> oh, man. I could just but I love David Tennant. You're doing everything right, but the wrong way. Like you shouldn't have done that. Contract. Well, that's one yeah. of those things where you could just imagine Aaron Taylor Johnson as this upcoming Craven being like, and I can't wait for my guy to cross over with Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and everybody's like, yeah. That's, that's what they want to That's what'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, David Tennant, that's my guy, you know, my main man. Every wow. popularity poll for like Doctor Who, they do him every oh, couple of years course. or whatever. He's either top or, or it's usually him or Tom Baker, the fourth doctor who was very mm-hmm. famous in the 70s. He wore the oh. long scarf and everything. Oh, but, good um, for him. Yeah, he's Is he the, still alive? the fan favorite. I believe so, yeah. Oh, I think great. the first three doctors are dead. I think he's like in his eighties mm. now. Oh, I would have met the one that you said they had to get rid of because he like turned a thousand. Yeah, yeah the guy. first doctor right. was like yeah, in his seventies or something. So he And there is that myth long. where it's like they've lost like two hundred of those like black and white episodes, right? Yeah. Like, so because like, the oh, archival wow. methods of this studio in England in the sixties were was not great. There's a lot of Well lost the method Jacob, doctor it truly episodes. used to be tapes cost money were the BBC. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't know who's ever going to watch this again. Yeah, re-record over episode six, and we got to wow. tape number seven, and then fans would be like, "Where? But where's number six? They're like, wait, we got rid of that a hundred years ago. What are you talking yeah. about? That's a fascinating. Like, who has a home recording? Like, how do they recover? There's that legit, media? yeah, lost media. There's like there are people who keep coming out and being like, we found these, we found that, you know, it's just, it's a That's constantly circulating yeah. thing. Or we Even found the, the radio, of, uh, so we'll, you know, we'll animate it. Yeah. Jeez. I'm pretty sure the first scene of him regenerating, becoming, going from the first doctor to the second doctor is like that scene is only like you can see it on YouTube, but it's like recorded in a very bad quality. And it's like only that scene exists from that episode. Wow. Or something. So it's interesting. Well, crazy. AI, they can recreate this stuff. Yeah. But it truly is an institution like Star Trek where it's like if you imagine every Star Trek show as one show that were instead of a captain and a crew and all that, it's like one doctor and his companion flying around getting into adventures. Like it's very similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, here's and, a question, Jacob. Has yeah. anybody been on both? Has there been a Star Trek actor that has been in oh, sure any has. of these episodes you've seen? It's Jeffrey Combs has to have done one. Jeffrey Combs has it. Yeah, do them all. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure well, that it has to be. I mean, well, Simon Pegg in freaking the first season was it, in an there episode, you go. so there you go. Boom. He's um, in a Doctor Who episode? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it was great. kind of British. Like, it was kind of a British rite of passage for these up-and-coming actors. Like, you got to do your Doctor Who. You got to be in Harry Potter at some point. Right, that's, that's right. Oh, how about, uh, how about some of our great boys, New Zealanders? Would you get any, like... Uh, um, Oh, what is his name? Carl Urban, or you know how they pop up on like Xenia every once in a while too. I wonder oh, yeah. if they cross the pond. Probably, yeah. At some Anthony point. Starr. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to keep an eye out for the yeah. next Doctor Who report. But uh, I'm enjoying a lot. I'm not saying you guys have to get into it, but uh, no, you got like Max. 400 more episodes to watch, and like, and I have you been doing the Christmas specials? Oh yeah, everything. Okay, chronological wow. order, starting with 2005 wow. Eccleston season. And it's great. And there's a lot of stuff that I don't remember. So it's like seeing it again for the first time. But sometimes there's familiar things. Where like, I do vaguely remember what this one's about. Um, really interesting going back and watching that. Um, yeah. Yeah. My brother. To... Yeah, go ahead. I would say my brother would throw on a Christmas one at Christmas every once in a while. And I do remember sure. like a Matt Smith meets the actual Scrooge. And then I think he has to fight like vampires. <laughs> yeah. I remember thinking like, this, is, this like is fun. That. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're going back to William Shakespeare. We have to fight literal witches that are actually an alien species. Great. That was an episode. It's Great. a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was going to say something else. Um, yeah, the Christmas well, these Christmas specials are are a yearly kind of tradition for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, oh, I've also been watching the spinoff or one of the spinoffs, which is called Torchwood. Uh, which I don't know if you ever heard about this, Mm-mm. but it was during the David Tennant era when this was really popular. They're like, we need some spinoffs. Of Doctor Who. Yeah, That's wild. Huh. Yeah. There's a Sarah Jane uh, Adventures, which is like this old actress that was a companion in the 70s that came back who played this you know, woman named Sarah Jane. Uh, she but, went on adventures. Yeah, she went on adventures. <laughs> Torchwood is like the X-Files of Doctor Who or like the Fringe where it's like this, ex, you know, this special ops investigative alien, uh, like you know. Shield agents yes, of Shield, exactly. But for so Doctor essentially, there was this character named Captain Jack Harkness that was on the first season that was popular. So they're like, let's give him his own spinoff. He joins this 
um, organization called Torchwood, which was created by Queen Victoria because of her run-in with the Doctor, where she's like, we need like an extraterrestrial special oh, ops. Oh, it's a human organization. Oh, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's like okay. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, but it's like, wow. yeah, it's like they don't answer to the police or anybody. Like they're, they have their own power structure outside of the normal thing and, and people six. don't know about them and stuff. They're super secret. Huh. Um, and they investigate alien occurrences and stuff and it was when it came when it was being sort of made it was known as the uh mature doctor who spinoff because they can say sure. fuck and they can oh, show shit. nudity and stuff like that so it's like the what more, channel uh, was this on it was on i think bbc2 what the oh fuck? um bbc2 is wild over yeah. bbc1 that's great <laughs> i guess yeah there's certain things you can do on there that you can't do on the normal doctor who's like Let's have sex scenes. Let's say fuck. Let's do all this edgy stuff. And that's what it was kind of known for. I never watched it when it was on. So I'm watching that for the first time. Very huh. interesting. And this 2000s Weird. media is so funny to go back. And because it doesn't seem like that long ago to us because we it's were so teenagers, dated, you know, but it, a lot of it does feel dated. Yeah. But it's so yeah. interesting. The nostalgia. Wild. Damn. All right. Well, that's the people use flip phones too. and stuff. Yeah. But, Five yeah, thousand more episodes. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I it's just want to shout out. Um, yeah, I just like you know Broadchurch with David Tennant and uh, Jodie Whittaker, Olivia Coleman. It's a great little series. I don't know if you've ever oh, seen. Oh, Jodie Whittaker was in that too. Yeah, yep. Jodie Whittaker is so like she, the mother. That's cool because she Coleman played and David Tennant are doing mystery stuff. So that has two Doctor Cups. Who's in it. I've never yeah. seen that. That's why I wild. love it. I think it was really good, and I think just shout out David Tennant and Olivia Coleman's range because, like, when you see the comedy stuff with Olivia Coleman and then the drama that they're doing, uh, yeah, yeah, both Jake of them Olivia Coleman, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Olivia Coleman, yeah, uh, she can do anything. Oscar Hot fuzz, winning actress who did not break out until later in her career. Right, she had a whole career where she was on Peep Show yeah, a lot, but now everything she does, Peep Show, she did Hot Fuzz. Like, yeah. she's just like a street level of like, yeah, you right. know, every year we'll put up Olivia Coleman if she's got a new movie out. Yeah. It's just so but, funny yeah. the way some actors will have this career where they're like, for 15 years they were just kind of on like comedy shows and stuff, and then all of a sudden they're an Oscar level yeah. actress. But, but all, all three she's of them great actress. are yeah. putting in great tape on that series so check out broadchurch not the american one love david never do that not Not the netflix one he's very tortured in it if you like a tortured david Tennant, you're gonna love it (laughs) oh that's great i mean i loved him in jessica jones that was a very against type role for him to just be a straight evil guy so Mm. yeah my dad watches good omens Hmm. that's one and that's him and martin freeman to uh you know mainstay no uh michael sheen oh michael sheen that's right michael sheen um now, uh, Mike, That's a how about hour, an yep. update on anything you're streaming before we jump into the new stuff Jacob's watching? Mm. That's not yeah. doctor oriented. <laughs> <Maybe laughs> right, right. I watch Doctor real... Sleep too. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there really hasn't been much that I'm watching either. After the spooktacular, watching mm. Twelve Fridays and Fourteen The Grudges. Um, yeah. And we, Can we get a one be... piece check in. You did your huge trip yeah. to Japan. Is that what you were streaming on the plane? I was watching it on the plane. I'm still getting through Alabaster, which is like a pretty famous early-ish arc. And uh, speculation is that the next season of Netflix will probably do Alabaster. I would imagine that's what it will end on, yes. So I'm I'm excited to maybe finish that and see how far my friend's favorite is Thriller Bark. I want to at least get that far, but we're gonna we're gonna keep yeah. cruising. Uh, my Japanese has improved, so I can li- listen to it. I can second screen it better after the. Trip. Hey, that's cool. You know, so that that's helps. great. That's um, 
But other than that, yes, we must end. Other than that, just uh, I watched the first episode of Invincible. We kind of mentioned that last week on Gen V. I'm excited to I see watched where that that's as going. Well. Did we uh, yeah. do an episode on season one? I'm just trying. We did. We yeah. We, I, well, maybe we'll wait for this to wrap up. I guess I should yeah. start. Was it was it a good comeback, Mike? The first episode was good. I, uh, interesting premise. It was I interesting. Think. Yeah. Yeah. The way it started, um, you're like, wait, did I miss like a half of the season or something? But then it all makes sense eventually. It's got a good hook. Interesting. And yeah. uh, I guess the South Park Panderverse special was very entertaining <laughs> to me. So. Sure. They they get everybody. Uh, it's very good, very sharp, well written. I haven't so, seen that. I recommend as it. they're known to do. Payne's yeah. hit us all. All mm-hmm. I know is I agree with everything no Cartman says in any episode. Whatever stance he has that's, is the one I absolutely. That's, <laughs> okay, yep. that's who I am as a person. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Yeah, especially this latest one will be great. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's that's all for me. I'm not, and I haven't seen anything new in theaters. Uh, really, mm-hmm. haven't gotten out there, but yeah. I've been chilling. Baldur's Gate is all I do. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I've been less gaming, more watching. Mm. Yeah, you guys have been maybe more gaming. Well, Baldur's less Gate is like the best fantasy book you've ever read, but you're writing it. Like that's yeah. what I feel when I'm playing. It. <laughs> that's I do love that my should be on the back of the box. Mike. <laughs> I think my yeah. character Baldur's Gate should have his own spinoff. That's great. I think Hamfast Gardener <laughs> should have a spinoff too. Anyway, wow. but have you been watching anything new? I know you have some. I have, yeah, you know, I had, during October, I was all spooky movies, wanted to make it to theaters to watch either Exorcist Believer or Saw 10 or Saw X, just to say I could. Sex. Yeah. You made it to your couch (laughs) to watch uh, Freddy scare us all for five nights. That that counts, Jake. I watched Sinister (laughs) on Halloween Day. That wasn't on the podcast, so, you know. That's awesome. Um, Again, you know, Saw X, we know the DP, or at least... Some of us do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, director of photography. Um, but I didn't make it to the theater for those. So it's been a Go while. On, shout him out. Shout out Nick Matthews. Nick Matthews. <laughs> yes. Great work. Well, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm assuming it's oh, great. Well, let's just say. <laughs> uh, yeah. Best Saw movie ever. Um, mm-hmm. But I had not been in the theater best since shot. Teenaged Mutant Ninja Turtles was the last oh. movie I saw in theaters mm-hmm. until the last weekend. I was like, I'm going to go see a movie. I'm going to go see the Marvels. Wow. The new MCU. I love the MCU. That's right. Um, (laughs) Well, I was considering, I want to see Killers of the Flower Moon, the new Martin Scorsese. I was like, Mm -hmm. do I want to sit in the theater for three and a half hours or for an hour and 45 minutes? (laughs) Yeah. So I chose the Marvels, which is like two hours shorter than Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to be talking some Marvel stuff, not necessarily Marvels. So maybe That's we'll right. hold on to that content for another time. But how yes. was your return to cinema? I'm very jealous of that. It's been a minute for me as well. Mm-hmm. It was great. I, I like going to the theater, see movies. I know some bad experiences, but I still just like going to see a movie in the theaters. There's nothing better, you know? Was it packed? It was... I'm sorry to say, mm. for a Saturday night Based on that boss up, it's, oh no, weekend, oh no, like half full theater at best. So oh, not that's great, all right. Not great. Uh, oh, but I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was, you know, fun enough. Like I feel like I have the same review of every new MCU movie, other than certain standouts like Guardians of the Galaxy three. But mm-hmm. to me, they're all just okay. But we'll talk about that more next week, probably. Right. Right. Um, I also saw The Killer on Netflix, the new mm. David Fincher picture. Mm. Um, that was fun. Uh, I know, Colin, you saw that too. You didn't like I it. I saw as it as well. 
I did not. I was pretty turned off. Um, mm. $175 million budget, Jacob. Where'd that money go? Where'd that money really? go, my friend? That's, that's a lot of money. That's, that's a lot Fincher, of money. He did say like, oh, you know what? Netflix, they're the best they're the best to work with right now in the business is what he said. He gets like, paid a lot of money to say that they mm-hmm. get, they gave Martin like. Scorsese a lot of money to make the Irishman. So they're just throwing money at these people. Hey, I'll take but, it. You know? But and I know we bring this up every time, but just literally because you said it, I want to refresh this in listeners minds. Cause I think it's the most culturally interesting fact ever. The fact that Netflix said before this whole thing started, what we will call the streaming wars like marvel presents mm-hmm. the secret wars we live yep. through the streaming wars unfortunately yes. the yeah the kickoff to it was netflix saying we need to make an original program the things people rent are political thrillers kevin spacey movies and david fincher movies and they combined right. that together and made the original tv show um what's that called president oh i was gonna call it president president of the desk president of the desk and then they made hard uh, counter mind hunter of course with david fincher so but and he's made mank and so obviously his relationship jacob is very much i'm the in-house resident artist of netflix and his quote is like streaming is the future netflix is the greatest in the game obviously we need this and you have like Martin Scorsese in the streets, like getting shot in the gut by companies. You're like, no, please release my movies in theaters still. But I think uh, knock it off. Scorsese, I think he yeah, he did get paid a lot to make the Irishman. Maybe didn't love working with Netflix because he wanted that to be in theaters. But then he got, you know, Apple TV or whatever, paid him 200 million to make Killers of the Flower Moon. It got a theater release and I wanted to go see it. And we should say the yeah. killer got a theatrical release. Yes, yes. Mm. Smaller opening. but you, Much smaller. But also you can just see it on Netflix. Um, but I don't think it was a concurrent release. So they did have it like a couple weeks in theaters before it came mm. out on Netflix. So I like I believe that. one week prior. <laughs> yes. But with Killers of the Flower Moon, I've been meaning to see this. I do think it looks really good from the trailer and everything. I'm very interested in it. Again, I was just like, do I, I – look, I have to use, I have to take a bathroom break during a an hour and a half movie i'm not going to make it three and a half hours i can just wait for it for streaming and i'll catch up on it love the love the irishman love everything scorsese's done in the past you know several years so looking forward well, you to gotta watch one. it on streaming because otherwise you'll be streaming that's your problem <laughs> <laughs> that's right um that's the and real I always like to get a big soda at the theater so that does not help either <laughs> uh, definitely does not help <laughs> the killer I'll tell you this. I think some mm. people maybe don't understand that the killer is sort of a satire of Great. <laughs> uh, these kind of hitman type movies. It's basically about a guy who thinks he's John Wick, but then is just like constantly fucking up and like making things worse. It's yeah. It's mm. about if a guy now watched the taxi driver is my opinion. <laughs> Mike, are you going to uh, watch this thing or can I say something? Kind have of, you heard of I ask a question? I think Jacob? it's fair to ask. I mean, you know, I, okay. I'm, I'm and listeners earmuffs, I guess, but yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Well, no, it's it's not even a spoiler thing. Mm. There's this take going around that the film is the greatest admission of the difficult process of making a movie, and in particular, a David Fincher movie, which is meticulous. Mm-hmm. He does 500 takes; everything has to be made. Jacob, where are people drawing that from? Do you see that in this film? I think there's some mm. self-reflection. It's sort of the year of directors making self-reflective movies. Uh, with you know Wes Anderson with Asteroid City, 
Um, I'm trying to think of, there's some other William Scorsese kind of reckoning with the violence, right? Yeah. Well, that Mm. and Irishman are both kind of him at the end of his life, kind of looking Why did I do this? (laughs) Am I getting into heaven? Like it truly is. You can see he's so desperate. Please, please Catholicism, let me in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Killers of the Fire Moon, I mean, the hook of that just like, it's the bloody history of this country. And there's been so many examples of of that. Yeah, it's not just him. It's us. Um, Right. Yes, but it's it's the story of America. But the killer is yeah, it's David Fincher saying he's this perfectionist, but then also he he fucks up a lot, I guess. And it's I feel Mm. like the lesson of that is like because the whole time he's repeating this narrative to himself, right? He's there's this never uh, improvise. Yeah, Yeah. I can't I can't remember it, but it's this whole speech. My (laughs) his mantra, right? Mantra. Okay. The whole hook of it is that for the first twenty minutes of this movie, you're just seeing this guy's routine as he waits to shoot someone with a sniper, right, in this building. Mm -hmm. Um, he's got this whole routine. He's like very zen about it, and then when the moment comes, he fucks up and doesn't (laughs) shoot the guy, and that's the big hook of it. And then everything that happens after him trying to fix that scenario basically is the um, domino of re- repetitious fuck-ups essentially yeah. just fuck up after fuck up and how many mm, other yeah. people he has to kill because he failed to kill that one person basically he's a hitman if you don't if you right 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 that well i'd say a he's a killer uh, he's a killer <laughs> yeah but the funny thing for me is that i think david fincher has to be a fan of the hitman games are you guys oh. familiar with the hitman games yeah, the newer yeah, versions? yeah. sure I've got a yeah. barcode on the back of my head if that's what you're asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, the chapter titles in this movie, it's like separating the chapters, right? They come up on screen. The font is exactly the same as the Hitman games. And like oh, the way funny. it's just so much in this movie that I'm like, David Fincher's played the Hitman games and decided to make a movie about it, but that's didn't funny. buy the IP or anything. Yeah. Weird. Right. Couldn't get the license. So check that out. Michael Fassbender. Uh you know what? I thought it was a fun movie, not life changing or anything, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Hundred seventy-five million dollars. I want <laughs> you to lot. I didn't really think about how big that figure it definitely is. does not feel like it. It's a Marvel movie to put budget. that into. Like that—that yeah. that is a film that ends with a laser blowing up a city, yeah. just so everybody understands that in context. Damn, the killer is yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. Well, and then yeah, Mindhunter. Like it was a cult hit. Got two seasons. People are like, where's the third season? Where's the third season? He basically said, like, look, we can't do a third season. It's too expensive and not enough people are watching. It was a cult hit, not a hit. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we're never going to get a third season of, but of mine. Netflix foots expensive. the bill for this other stuff. I don't, I don't understand that at all. They will let you pay to make a film that your dad wrote before he died about the screenwriter of Citizen yes. Kane. Mank. That has mass appeal. <laughs> Apparently. Wow. I feel like I feel like a lot of this is just to get sort of prestige awards type movies and Cache, to get it's credit. Like, yeah. Because if your movie gets nominated for an Oscar, then you can be like, look, Netflix, we produce this Oscar winning movie. Come check yeah. out our other stuff on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But so much of the this is what I don't get about the streaming economy. They're just throwing money at these filmmakers just to get try to get more eyes on their streaming service. That's what it's Jacob. all about, right? What all I Jacob. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah, the strike has wrapped up. We should say congratulations. Yes, to congratulations. Congratulations. To that. Yes. We're proud of everybody. You got yes. Your Way to yes. stick the it out. The thing that I don't understand about these fucking studios, I'm not even going to talk about the Coyote versus Acme thing because that I will oh, truly God. put a gun to my head and blow my brains out if I David think about Zaslav, that stuff. You will not see him. Whatever. But when you <laughs> say those things, mm-hmm. where you're like, yeah, you know, the big hope is one of these streamers, you know, gets a hit or whatever. 
the films last year that were up for the big awards were not on streaming. It was Everything Everywhere All at Once, and it was The Whale, which were both from A24. And they swept every Academy Award last year. Every Academy Award. Streamers Mm -hmm. got nothing. Mm. Yeah. But even just to get nominated, like The Irishman, you could say like – that was nominated. I guess that that's what matters to them. I don't know. I mean, I'm all for giving these great directors like Martin Scorsese as much money as they want to make good it's, movies. It's like, insane. I, it's insane. I don't care. If I'm, they not make money. I'm not against it. I'm not. It's not our money. Yeah, that's. Yeah. There's no. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. I understand. If I get a good then, movie out of it that I can watch. Yeah. Then I'm happy. You know. But when but when Mank comes out and it's that, and then when The Killer costs 175 million dollars, and then Netflix goes, hey, by the way bump it up to 25 bucks a month or whatever it's like yeah. hey, well okay maybe i do need to start having a say in this maybe you right. need to start dialing it it is interesting yeah. but then they have you know they have their stranger thing their mike flanagan series and stuff they, so they have, have other anymore. he's gone no flanagan? We did he's at amazon follow the usher wow he's gone that's it he didn't wow. even want to talk about it he didn't want to talk Dang. about it okay they didn't they wanted yeah. to do another season of uh midnight club I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then you have the Marvels lowest box, lowest opening weekend for an MCU movie ever. Not deserved. I don't think it's not the worst MCU movie. I'll tell you that right now. It's not even the right. top five worst MCU movies. And it's the only one that opened during a strike. So the, the uh, actors were not able to promote it. So I think that has to be included mm. in the context of it being such a box office bomb, unfortunately. And like they, there's a little bit of prerequisite to maybe have watched Miss Marvel on stream. Like there's homework to be yeah, done. But I don't even you can't just walk into it. And, having know. seen it and I didn't watch Miss Marvel and I don't think I missed anything really. So I don't think you do need mm-hmm. to watch Miss Marvel because um, mm-hmm. it's all explained to you in the movie. So um, we'll talk about it next week. Though, yeah. We'll talk maybe about some other time traveling shenanigans and I'm mm. not talking Dr. Who. Mm. It's going to keep it low key for now. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> um, that's right. Yeah. Well, I guess that's um, what we've been watching. Is there anything yeah. added up there? Anything think, else? No, uh, yeah, I think we're all right. We'll probably uh, roll on over to wrapping up any other issues uh, on the the end of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> get you. Get you over there. We're back here on Normies Like Us, where we're talking what you, because it's episode 270. Oh, my God. We did it. The 27th. Quick, quick, Jacob, name episode 63 right now, off the top of your head. Oh, Uncharted. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Uncharted. An episode we did in the past 10, I would say. So, yeah, you're right. Well, you said, oh, I thought you said 263. Oh, fair. (laughs) 63, it's the next generation. Oh, oh, wow, that's cool. You, you probably, should remember that, Jacob. Probably <laughs> our first Star Trek episode ever. You you might have yeah. been the guest. I was that's not probably on the one where we determined that right? Colin didn't like, like Star Trek. And I I will never watch it. And, and you I'll are not. Never Jacob. buy a shirt. That's right. <laughs> nope, nope. Interesting. Yeah, that was before my Trek really 
my Trek fandom started. So that's how long we've been doing this. Or you were a normie. Oh, wow. You were very niche when we met you. That's then right. You became very normie. You started playing uh, football and basketball games. <laughs> <laughs> and 263 right. was Ahsoka. So there we go. Um, wow. Wow. Ahsoka. Yeah. I don't know when the Bloodborne episode. I, when, I, I, when I was clicking through, I'm like, wow. We did do this. Like, there's that's some, wild. There's a lot that we've done. Yeah, uh, I have 19 pages worth of uh, episodes on the old podcast dashboard. We did Detective Pikachu. Right. Well, we've been doing oh, video episodes for more than two years now. Started on yep. the, I think our first one was WandaVision. That's like, really in time. So, like over a hundred videos. You think? Probably. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Dang, that's wild. That Look is us. wild. Look Check at us. Okay, uh, so. While we're feeling a little nostalgic, I'm going to yeah. throw it out and say we're going to start to try, or at least I'm going to start to try to do some, uh, I don't know, games or gimmicks. We, we've obviously got the incredible cop quizzes whenever we do mm-hmm. sort of our more long form viewing stuff. But on yeah. these watches, since we're getting close to 300, I'm going to come it. up with, you know, something that we can love sort it. of do at our, our last little segment. Here. I love a segment. Yeah. Me so too. I had this segment for the spooktacular, but unfortunately we ran out of time on that one because we were really going and going. So we, yes, we yes. adjusted it. We moved it to here. So we're going to play a game. Now, the premise of this game is it's not necessarily you guys against each other. In fact, I'm going to ask for participation from the other person as well while one of you is playing. Okay. But this game is called What Do You Do? What do you do? What do you do? do, 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 no. do, do. What do you do? Maybe a little sting of music there, Mike. Yeah, yeah, okay. What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> what do, what do I, I do? do? Now, here's what we're going to talk about. What you doing? I'm going to present to you guys some scenarios from horror films we have covered in previous episodes. So not necessarily just the ones we did this year. It's going to be from ones we did all over from our previous spectaculars as well. Okay. Now, what I want you to do first is identify what the scenario is from based on sort of the loose example that I'm giving you. Okay. Okay. And then from there. I want you guys to talk about survivability. We laugh in these horror movies about, oh, well, they do that stupid thing. I could obviously get away. Okay, put your money where your mouth is. What do you do? I want to hear how do you get away. Now, I'll say um, probably it's going to be closer to me awarding you a point the more descriptive you are. Uh, okay. as you select a number here, I have 10 scenarios. So you can, as wow. you go through here, we don't have to do all of them, but if right. we could do five and five, I guess for, for each of you, um, we'll go through and we'll go through each scenario. Now I'm not going to fully award the point until I feel like you're going to survive. If you're just sort of hitting me with a flimsy, like, I don't know, I just run out the door. Well, we know that's not how you get away in a horror movie. I want to really hear some details. So keep that in mind, too. And the other person as well, I'm going (laughs) to, but I'm going to go to the other person and say, hey, do we think he survived? So uh, other participants, please listen as well and, and poke some holes in there, too. Okay. Now, here's my example. So if you picked a number... And I said, so let's say you picked a zero. I would say scenario zero. You just finished watching a very strange videotape. Hmm. And your roommate wanted you to watch after they saw it earlier in the week when a phone suddenly rings. You pick it up. Hmm. A voice whispers, seven days. And suddenly you hear your roommate scream bloody murder from their bedroom. What do you do? Now, in that instance, I would say, what was that scenario from? You guys would say... 
The or one ring. of you would say the, the ring. And then <laughs> let's walk it through. <laughs> Not the grunt. Yeah, it was Ringu. Sadako versus Kayako. So, um, and like we said, less holes we can poke in it, the better. So again, one through ten here. I I just pick amongst yourselves. Who wants to go first here? Um, um I'll go first. I don't mind. Okay. Um, Hit me, Mike. Pick pick a D10. number here. I'll say three. I like the number three. Starting with three. Okay. So I'm going to read the scenario to you. You're going to tell me what it's from, and then Jacob and I are going to listen to your how you get out of this, and then we're going to poke some holes, or maybe you're just going to let us know, and it's going to be great. Okay. So, Mike, scenario three. You are an astronaut having the time of your life. You love living in Washington and all the press from the upcoming space mission has turned you into a minor celebrity, getting you invited to a big Hollywood party. While chatting it up with a hot new actress and singing along with her to a song, her daughter suddenly comes down the stairs. She stops the entire party, locks eyes with you, and in front of everyone says, you're going to die up there, and starts to pee all over the floor. <laughs> what oh, film man. is that from and what do you uh, do mike this is from the exorcist i didn't know there was an yeah. astronaut in that movie. yeah and what because i never do? realized that part of it well they're all doing the socialite party there's a guy That's playing right. piano and the other guy right, or whatever a little um, girl just told you if you go to space you are going to die what do you do well you know the logic of me being an astronaut would be like this you know i'm a man of science you know like so i'd probably not put much heed uh, into her words, you know, you'd think an astronaut would just go anyway and just be like, this is bullshit. But knowing Pazuzu, it probably is not. If you went that route, maybe let's say a couple days later, you hear that the director at that party mysteriously died. You hear right. that that mother is having a panic attack. Maybe that that daughter who told you you'd die up there has been institutionalized recently. Is that sort of changing your a mind a little? priest threw himself out the window <laughs> and broke his own neck. Yeah, Um <laughs> At that point, you might start the. I mean, to survive, it seems like you just don't go to space. You just uh, you get you, and you, you call you call into NASA caution. and say, "I just can't do it. I got a bad feeling about this. Maybe we need to double check all the rockets and stuff. You know, just I, I don't know. Maybe uh, let's just be sure we get it right uh, and postpone, yeah. even at the risk of career. I mean, that's the only thing you could do if you are really worried about it. Just don't go. <laughs> See, I know I would die in that scenario because I take heed and listen to that i would just go anyway because i'd be like that non i think a real person would just go right to survive stay grounded yeah yeah i but i accept your answer that totally counts i I don't know what you would say i guess you would say (laughs) i got a cold or something just like fake illness Uh, yeah or or just like final destination i'm just not feeling it like something's not right yeah I can't, yes. I can't do this mission. You can find somebody else, but it's not going to be me. Even at the risk of my career and my minor <laughs> celebrity dumb, you would have to wow. just throw it all away for you. For your life, <laughs> it's worth it, right? All right. That means Lieutenant Mike has survived Pazuzu. Congratulations. And never gets to achieve his dream not of going me, to man. space, but he lives <laughs> to see another day. I'm a now, there. Jacob, it's up to you. Pick a number here. Anything except three, one through ten. Uh, seven. 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 Gonna the list off the number. scenario seven. <laughs> You're gonna tell me what it is. Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> Jacob, you wake up to another day of the same old, same old. 
life in a hole. Oh, you no. think about how you got there and how you shouldn't have helped that guy move that couch into his van. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now no. you're stuck in a hole in the ground, starving. And on top of that, he keeps asking you to put lotion on. <laughs> Your kidnapper lowers the basket once more for another lo- lotion session. What do you do? <laughs> I would what probably, is this from and what do you do? I would probably kidnap his dog and try to hold it hostage <laughs> in, a, in a way to try to get let out somehow. What is this uh, from? And what is this from? Oh, this, of course, is from uh, the great movie uh, Red Dragon, I think it was called. <laughs> no, Silence Just of the kidding. Lambs. It was Silence of the Lambs, I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would, I would, I would... <laughs> Get, you would, would do what she does. Dog. You would grab precious. <laughs> yeah, I think she handled that situation about as well as you could. Hmm. Um, first of all, why would he want to capture me in the first place? I guess he saw my luxuriously smooth skin. It was hmm. like I need that. I gotta skin. get that Jacob suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think probably, that works. I guess yeah. the only wild card is if Clarice does not show up. Do you think you could get out of there by yourself without the aid of the FBI breaking in? Probably mm. not. I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty. Dire if I situation. was in a hole, I I would try to climb up. But if I couldn't climb the walls, I would probably just give up and accept that I'm going to die because <laughs> I don't know what else I would do. Jeez. So two for two. Your solution is die. <laughs> you said you would <laughs> die with like, the exorcist. One. You die. said you would die in this one. Honestly, I feel like if it was in a lot of horror movies, I probably wouldn't make it just because I'm like, man. I give up. Just fucking kill me. I love it. Yeah. That one is tricky though because it's like it relies upon having the leverage of precious. Without that, Pull there's the road nothing. Hard, maybe I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, as Try they're lowering it down, yeah. But maybe they fall, they, break their neck. But yeah. how do you climb out still? And you know, and from being down in the hole, there's like fingernails in the wall. Like people have tried to claw out and it's right. not working. Well, I guess number oh, one, yeah. is this uh, set in modern times or is this the Silence of the Lambs in 1990 or whatever? Maybe you've got a cell, a cell phone, phone on you. Yeah, yeah that he didn't find things, or something. Right? Yeah. yeah, right. Five or cell they have one. Down there. Yeah. If you pull them in, then you could use a bone to you know make a tool to start scratching handholds into the wall you know at least if you had some a femur <laughs> right. or something then you could make a tool so if you pull them in that's very good but anyway you could be right, like jacob or noah zoa zorro and uh, uh no he, he's yeah. dying in that hole <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah. he also got trapped jacob yeah. i will accept that you have gotten away from buffalo bill you have yes. accept you've taken precious <laughs> and escaped from I'll, dog, mister. I'll, I'll, dog. I'll do it mister uh mike it is to you anything except three or seven one through ten i'll do four the other scariest number Mm. There we go. And I should say, uh, I hope uh, listeners are playing all- along at home, uh, not only guessing these scenarios, but coming up with what would you do? I would love to yeah, hear that right now. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, scenario four. You're watching a party. Everyone is watching horror movies at this party. They're discussing horror movies. And in fact, nothing seems more important in the world to these kids <laughs> and teenagers than horror movies. Certainly much more important than the masked killer attacking the other kids at their school. But hey, you're a cameraman hired to record these kids for the news. Hopefully you won't get caught in the crosshairs. Now, while you're watching them, you notice someone in a shady costume headed into the party of vulnerable teens. What do you do, Mike? What scenario is this and what do you do? So this is uh, from Scream. 
Uh, and this is Gail Weathers, uh, cameraman who unfortunately doesn't make it because of the delay. Correct. Um, if you were able to see someone sketchy going in, you know, you're covering murders. I would, I would think you would interfere. But you would at least raise an alarm. Hey, there's some unknown the thing, person though. in your party, but yeah. You wouldn't, if you saw someone going into a Halloween party or a party yeah. around Halloween in a costume, you wouldn't think anything weird about it, most likely. What is suspicious? Yeah. Is there yeah. Do they know what Ghostface looks like doing the killings, I guess, at that point? I don't think any of the adults I don't think, do. I don't think they could identify him by costume. No, because yeah. he's never, there's no eyewitnesses. Yes. You know, he, everyone's been killed at this point. So, hmm. Yeah. Like, even if you saw, even if you were in the, the world of Michael Myers, and you saw someone dressed as Michael Myers during Halloween, you'd be like, well, that's just a Halloween costume. That's the trick of it all, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the teens part, and you're, you also have a job. You're on the clock. It's like, I can't leave the van. We got the batteries. That's really tough. Yeah. I guess if once you're filming and you see the thing, it was the delay that got him, right? Yes, yes. So you so think about that too. Be cognizant that there's a delay. Right. But then at that point, it's already too late. Like you see, so I don't know. That's a tough one to win. Um, no cell phone. You can't call the cops, Mike. It's 1994, five, six. Yeah. Once started, once it started getting shady, I'd care less about the camera. I would care less about getting the yeah. shot. You know, I think that's the key. I'd probably like, just run away once shit started going down. I, I'd yeah. just drive away. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. You can't. It's not <laughs> yeah. worth it. You're not going to no. get it. Because you can't warn. How do you warn the teens? I guess truly, with no cell phone, you're watching footage of them. You're not there, right? You you honk the horn or something. Like it's all you can do. That's good. I would accept that. Truly, if you just started blaring on that thing, that would at least get those teens to be like, "Hey, shut up out there!" At least like get up and investigate. And it would throw off, yeah, Ghostface's little plot because there there's two of them working together in this so you get some horns it kind of throws off their element of control that they're establishing i guess so yeah i love that mike all right mike the woodsboro killer Ghostface himself (laughs) Mm -hmm. he's not getting you you're evading him good work dog (laughs) thank god i get my news emmy too yes you write your gale weather style book they they turn the cameras on me you know how i (laughs) save the day yeah um all right so we got basically half left so jacob anything that's not three four or seven i'll say one through ten six the other scariest number <laughs> six 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 because the, the devil this mm. is the scary one I should it's say. the 13th oh, today on record just it is a spooky oh day. boy oh boy <laughs> All right, Jacob, you are driving through the heart of the South with your friends oh, in no. a van when you I'm stop already. to pick up a hitchhiker. <laughs> Things well, take a sour all, turn when he takes yeah. your picture and you refuse to pay him. He has marked your car with some kind of strange hillbilly symbol. And the gas station you stop at, they say they're empty. They ain't got no gas. But a house up the hill has gas powered generators. You make your way to that house. Knock on that door, and a man answering the door has another man's face on his face. What wow. is this from, and what do you do? <laughs> well, that's from uh, the Texas Massacre of Chainsaws. Yeehaw! Teenage Mutant Texas Chainsaws, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Well, in that scenario, first of all, 
I would not be picking up no hitchhiker in the deep south. <laughs> yeah. We're not stopping uh, for gas. We're not no. picking up hitchhikers. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe things were different in the seventies, but I would probably if I saw like some creepy guy on the side of the road in the deep south or wherever I am in Texas, I'm not stopping. No, I'm like, sorry, buddy, I don't pick up hitchhikers. I'm not trying to die today. Yeah, so that's yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. even happening. You're not even getting into this scenario. <laughs> no. Now, maybe the gas thing would be a problem because obviously you do need gas. And if I ran out of gas and then the gas station didn't have any, well, then maybe, yeah, now I am driving up to that house and now I am fucked. I, I think the farthest I ever get is if the gas station tells me they don't have gas, I'm going, well, I guess nobody's got gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't assume that a house would just have gas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, re- really – like if you're out of gas in the middle of nowhere, the gas station says we don't have it, but the truck will be here tomorrow. I would just stay with my group, sleep yeah. in the van and just wait till tomorrow. Well, Sorry, we're going to be a day late. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Call AAA or something. Yeah. Did they have a yeah. phone out there? Did they even ask if you had a phone? <laughs> yeah. And right. what, what is this? 1974, Mike? 1973? She does mm. go try to use the phone, right? And then That's why they go to the door. I believe right. so, yeah. Oh, and the people right. in the gas station are in on it or something? They are the patriarchs of this. Yeah, all, Sawyer, yeah. father. He wasn't named <laughs> I'm that not yet, a, Yeah, I've never seen Texas Chainsaws. That would be one of the ah, next, next I know it's supposed to be good. I know. It's I know. my yeah. favorite one. Yeah, I was you hoping you got that one, Mike. Yeah. I, I, there's, there's a couple of these I set up specifically for you guys that that ah. was the first one that hit. I'm curious if maybe you'll get Jacob's one now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. It'll be like um, a Hellraiser scenario or something. As well. Find the strange box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you do the, what was it called? The Larian configuration. Oh, the yeah, Lament configuration. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Lament. Someone offers you um, eternal pain and pleasure at the same time. What do you say? Jacob, I'm going to say you escape from Leatherface there because, of course, you're just – you weren't even willing to get out of the van, basically. You make your friend who's in the wheelchair go. You're like, now, Billy, you can wheel up the hill to get the gas. Let's be honest. I'm not talking to any strange Texan people ever. No. The 70s was wild. Everyone's hitchhiking. (laughs) And then, like, why, why was that ever a thing? Yeah, like we saw even in the uh, Friday Thirteenth, it's like why why are people hitchhiking? Why is anybody okay? Why with are this? they hitchhiking? Yeah. Who's picking up hitchhikers these days? Nobody. Nobody. All right, Mike, it is to you. Uh, any number one through ten, except for three, four, six, and seven. Okay, I guess I'll go number ten. Number ten. Scary closer. <laughs> That's right. They're all this scary. is one. This one you really yep. have to remember that we talked about this. Wow. Okay. Okay. I like <laughs> sure. it though. Dang. All right, Mike. Scenario ten. Tell me about scenario ten. Life on this spaceship has not been easy, Mike, but it has been fun with a crew like this. Hmm. After a long night of space trucking, you wind down at dinner with the whole gang, where your buddy starts telling the <laughs> funniest joke you have ever heard in your life. You both are laughing so hard that he doubles over and starts choking on what I assume are scrambled eggs or something that you're eating. Yeah. You try to give him mouth to mouth when suddenly a creature explodes out of his body and scuttles away from you. Oh, no. What is this scenario and what do you do? Oh, my gosh. Uh, This scenario is from Alien. Um, Ding, ding, ding. And my question is, am I Ripley or am I another crew person? 
You are Dallas. You are the guy with the mustache. Mike. Okay. I'm the cat. <laughs> Who is I maybe would... the captain of the crew. So people are looking to you too. Sure. Okay. Um, first of all, we don't know where it is. No one would ever split up. We would find the flamethrower guns first. First, you also have, I should point out, no knowledge that this thing is going to grow. You don't know if it would instead multiply. You, we, right. It is, you saw a crab run away, basically. <laughs> yeah, we're going to ask my science guy, what does this seem like? Get any insights? And then we're going to, yeah, stick together because we don't know if it's dangerous or if it's a virus, right? This is space. Everything's high stakes. We don't know any... Any foreign particle could like get us sick, right? So we, we kind of yeah. have a thing going, even though we're smoking inside of our spaceship. I think we would be, it's an unknown entity. We need to, our dude's dead. So let's, uh, do you stay around that body or do you immediately like quarantine it or like blow it out it the fucking hole? I think yeah. that's like, yeah, you either, you either quarantine it and have the doctor study it while under supervision. Sure. And then, but we all, we definitely yeah. get weaponry and we stick together. And who knows if we make it though. And if Ripley starts suggesting things, if more people are dying, I'm going to listen to her and say, that's a good idea. Interesting. Mike, your survival tactic is to listen to the women of the group. I do like that. Yes, I will listen to Ripley and she has great ideas. Yeah. Anyone who weighs in on it. Yeah. Because otherwise you're calling in that doctor who's doing the autopsy, but Mike, radio signal's not coming back, dog. Nope, nope. Some some of those people you've sent out to look for some things, they haven't come back either. I don't know, man. How you, you don't doing? send anybody <laughs> horror movie one on one. You don't send anybody to do anything with on their own, right? Yeah, that's right. It's always the buddy, buddy system, system, ideally more. Yeah, that's right. Look at the thing, you know. You can't. Yeah, always that's the right. buddy system. Nobody does anything. That's alone. right. That'd be the job. But I, ideally, we could do the airlock thing again or whatever. You know. That's I like that. Point. That's a um, that sounds like the words of a team leader, Mike. That you you took a leadership role, you jumped on there. I think you are surviving a trip on the USS Nostromos. <laughs> wow! All right, strength, congratulations, and we'll have a sig about it after. <laughs> Here we go. All right, all right, Jacob. It is down to you. Three, four, six, seven, and ten are off the board. I'll do eleven. It goes one through ten. There is no eleven. Oh, okay. You could do zero. Do you could pick the ring again. One. Yeah, yeah. Did you say one was taken already? One is on the table. Let's scroll up here. Scariest number. Mm-hmm. All right, Jacob. The loneliest. <laughs> That's right. All right, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Let's let's really think what we're doing here, okay? Yeah. You, you, my friend, you are a camp counselor setting out for your summer oh, job. No. Working at a camp by the lake where I hope you I don't teach pottery. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing Everything's kicking off great this year. However, god damn it, your car ran out of gas, forcing you to stand by the road and hitchhike. Luckily, a kind-hearted soul finally stopped and pulled over to offer you a ride. You thankfully hop in and explain your situation, asking to be dropped off at the camp. Is Very strangely, however, in a cable knit sweater. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> it is. And you know what? As they're driving, they refuse to talk to you and they just keep speeding up the car. What is like this that. scenario? And how the hell do you get out of this? What do you do? Well, uh, that's Friday the 13th. And of course, as we know ding, about ding, ding. my policy on mm-hmm. hitchhikers, I don't pick them up. I would also not get in a stranger's car in the first place. <laughs> You're uh, not engaging in the practice yeah. of hitchhiking at all. No, yeah. I would not get in some random person's car. I don't care if they're 
a seemingly normal looking old lady with a cable sweater. The seventies would not have been good to you. This is how people got around. Apparently, yeah. yeah. I mean, no cell phones. You just gotta take what you can get and get in some stranger's car. I don't know, man. Not for me. Pay phone in a week when I get there. No way. That's tough living. Fucking smorgasbord for serial killers, though. Can we talk about that? It's just literally you just had to drive around and be like, "Oh, this person needs a ride." Okay. That's why, like, what Ted Bundy and stuff was so successful because he would just get like random women to like help him out, like move, move, like literally signs of lands, help him move his furniture or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? And, and he like, looked handsome, so they were yeah. like, "He seems normal." Yeah, I think people more now are like more savvy. And like a lot of people listen to like true crime podcasts and stuff, so they're already extra paranoid. And I'm guessing yes. that the majority of people would not just get in some rando's car anymore. Like that especially right. in the middle <laughs> unless of the they woods have an like Uber that. sticker on the front. We really need to bring the fear. <laughs> oh, we need to put the fear. We need to write that Mike. movie. That's, that's interesting. Right. Well, there that's is that scary. movie about a. Uh, uh, Oh, do they have dude that? from uh, the dude from Stranger? Uh, the Joe Keery goes yeah. crazy as an Uber driver. Yeah, yeah. They need to make a yeah. a, sla- a, ser- a serial killer movie about an Uber driver. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you real quick where this whole game derived from was our episode where you both really doubled down, and you, Jacob, especially being like, "Why aren't they fighting back against this grandma? <laughs> like, why aren't they just <laughs> like pushing too. this old yeah. lady down?" But I think specifically the specifics of the scenario: the young woman who gets in the car, it is dead silent, and that car keeps driving and speeding. What do you do? Do you jump out here? Do you try to, like, stop her? I would probably do a tactical roll where I'd open the door and try to drop and roll and try to not to injure myself. It's a Jeep. It might not even have a door. That's true. But, Jacob, you do that, and I don't know if you're thinking this too, Mike. You you get out of that car, it's just flipping around, and then you got headlights facing you. You getting run Uh over? I mean, I'd probably dodge yeah. it. Well, this here's is the fight thing. or flight so, like, now. <laughs> Again, you this probably overpower the lady, right? Yeah, go ahead. Jacob. I could, Sorry, but if you remember, I would death. punch her as hard as I could. <laughs> yeah. If I saw her, I would just crack her in the skull. Mm. Probably, but it, if I'm remembering this death scene correctly, I think she just like slashes her throat, right? So if it was all of a sudden she just brought out a knife and slashed my throat, then I'd be like. Now but you're die. grabbing that weak old lady arm and you're like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah, if it's if it's Jason, I'm a little more intimidated. If it's an old lady, I can probably overpower. I'm like a man in his mid-early 30s. Uh, I'm saying I can this? probably overpower. Yeah. We saw it was the woods. You roll out of the car. You just run into the woods. A car cannot get in. Like, you just yeah. disappear. Nobody's going to mm-hmm. fall. 100%. You, right? Yeah. And then yeah. I probably get lost and die in the woods. That's, that's okay <laughs> but unrelated you just, you just follow the road back that other Camp direction Crystal where the Lake. town was yeah yeah third scenario where jacob admits he would just choose death over actually <laughs> getting away well in most of these scenarios yeah probably not me <laughs> let's be honest i say twice. in this one you fight off uh the oldest lady in the bluest cable net sweater you've ever seen jacob and in fact pamela Voorhees falls to you you survived friday the 13th wow and then Great you're work. in your apartment and jason comes in the second movie and gets because <laughs> right. he killed his mom <laughs> yeah what a bummer, bummer. <laughs> just to bring her back but that shot of you jacob at the end when you're in your little canoe and the frog boy jumps out <laughs> with That's the, the smoothest part. of jams ah. yeah all right um, mike it is to you uh we're down one three four Four, yes. Six, seven. I'll do eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the other scariest number. 
Eight is a scary number, Mike, and I'm so happy you picked this one because, boy, are you going to be scared when you realize that a fantasy of yours is actually going to become a nightmare. Now, Mike, I know you like visiting Japan, but let's say you just moved there with your wife and you just started a new job, my friend. Mm -hmm. You don't speak the language. Your wife keeps telling you it's going to get better. You spend most of the day. Taking care of your dying mother-in-law, Mike, and she's getting worse. And your day is also preoccupied by the strange sounds that the house you are in Mm. makes when you're alone. One day, you wake up and your mother has fallen down the stairs. You go down to help her and you hear a strange moan behind you. You look up to see a woman with a pale white face crawling down the stairs. What is this scenario and what do you do? Well, this is the American Grudge, um, directed by ding, ding, yeah, ding. to catch the music. Well, you're already and dead at this point. Let's be honest. honestly. If you locked eyes with her, it's over. Yeah. You can't move, right? But <laughs> number one, you try to get out of the house, right? Um, number two, fight back. Nobody fights back in the movie. If it is a paralysis, <laughs> thing, hey, yeah, who knows? Maybe she'll at react. Least. Maybe that's yeah. it. You know, every bully, you just need to stand up to him. And no one's ever stood up to Kayako. And if you just said, hey, I, stop it. Knock it off. Stop it. And honestly, Mike, <laughs> yeah. for my mental health, if I punch her and my hand goes through her, I'm like, okay, so she is a ghost. Like, just to get the confirmation would be pretty that. good. Yeah, yeah. 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 like, great. Okay, good. <laughs> Initially, too, you'd probably like – like, like, are, are you okay? Like, is she injured? Like, and then when it turns to aggression, then it's like you fight. If if you can physically contact her, then you fight back, right? You're an invader in my yeah. home at this point. Castle law. Well, and what even is leave. the uh, the cause of death in this in these movies when you die? Are they just like dying of fright? Or like, right. what is actually yeah. causing Yeah, I would assume your die? heart literally stops. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. the, uh, in the, the grudge... Juon the Grudge 2, the Japanese sequel, there's visual kills, like where she has hung somebody with her, hanged somebody with her hair or something, mm, you know? That's so dope. You, so that, that's the only one where you see kills, so that one's kind of interesting to yeah. check out. But, so, but the movie's you're always taking cut. a shower, Mike, little fingers are coming out. Now, but right. so oh, no. truly, you're the master of this, so again, I'm so glad you got this one. Mm-hmm. Let's say you know the fact from the other ones. Yeah. Is there a cure like how in Ringu they just show other people the tape? Is there like any way out of this? Yeah. As far as According I to know. the grudge to the American bird say no. No. It's just you're cursed. It Everyone's you cursed forever. Wherever you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah the go grudge. back to Chicago and it'll follow you there. Yeah. In all 14 of them, there is no way whatsoever no one's ever to, survived. nobody has ever survived the grudge <laughs> that's ever that's <laughs> so i'm that fucked you would I try this thing is they try but to burn cannot. down the house right if you burn yes. down the house and we don't know if that would work or not because yeah. they didn't finish it but in the second just let her get more free <laughs> but maybe if you nobody actually burn ever, house down. oh god somebody needs to burn that house down somebody <laughs> needs to burn them all down they finally did the, actually demolished the real one. But yeah, nobody's ever survived. So you would attempt to fight wow. back more than they do in the movie or leave the house. But even like Jacob said, you go to Chicago, you're fucked. You're, you're, yeah, you're, done. Okay. you're already you're fucked. Done. You have a 0% I'm, chance of survival. Yeah, the grudge is 0% survival rate. <laughs> I'm giving you the win for the choice to fight back. But it I is tried. unfortunate that it's, it's yes, it is just I'll go down apparently. in a blaze of glory at least. I won't, yeah, I won't roll over. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So at this point, let me just read what we have last, Jacob. So there are All two right. 
five, nine, and that is it. So you, you got choice between mm. two, five, and nine. Mm. I'll do five. Mm. Five. Five, five, five. Other scary Ooh, incredibly scary. All right, here's a here's a good one for you. All right, Jacob. You survived the camp, but let's see how you're doing now that you've got your new job as a babysitter. Oh, no. <laughs> In fact, you just <laughs> invited your girlfriend over and had sex with her at the house yeah. where you Lighting were babysitting so a young boy who was putting to sleep. Yeah. Now, it's the biggest party night of the year, but for some reason, the kids need to stay home and the parents <laughs> need to go out and party. And that is why you were there to babysit. And you're fine with that because, again, you just finished having the best sex of your life. Your girlfriend gets up to go to the bathroom. You light a joint. You lean back. <laughs> you're feeling good. And she suddenly comes in. Except you the think sheep? it's her. She's wearing a ghost oh, no. costume and she has her glasses, glasses over it. Now. <laughs> no. Now, Jacob, what is this scenario? And what do you do? Well, I'm assuming she wants to do some kind of role play scenario <laughs> where she's a ghost. Um, oh, so man. maybe I'm into it. I don't know. Well, Jacob, it's a say what the name of the scenario uh, is yes. because that's a good hint to say. Of course, this is Halloween. What's up? It's a Halloween role play. Who doesn't have sex as a ghost that night? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> Sex with a ghost. Ding, ding, ding. Right. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Busting makes so it let's, feel good. So let's say you wouldn't know from that. You There would be no I, – I mean you would feel weird if your girlfriend came in in a costume right after you saw her, right? In, in a just sheet. didn't but you say wouldn't, anything and then just walked yeah, You wouldn't immediately think this mm-hmm. thing is going to kill you. So let's say – so let's say just Michael comes in <laughs> in mm. the thing, in the mask, holding the knife – what the fuck do you do if you're just laying in bed there, man? I'd be like, well, I guess I'm about to die. <laughs> um, but I guess I would try to run towards the window or just escape. I mean, it's locking the door to the room that I would uh, try. Yeah, I would try to go to the window, try to escape. Because if a, if a giant, like, tall, muscular guy in a jumpsuit in a fucked up William... Sh- uh, Shatner mask mm-hmm. comes in I, with a knife. I'm like, I'm not trying to fight this guy. He's no. got a knife. I'm on. I'm just going to try to get the fuck out of there. And it's not one of the later sequels. You, there's no, this isn't the legacy. This isn't something you've yeah. heard of. This is the first fucking night. And this guy is in your house. Fuck. Yeah, not even my house there. though. Just the house. No, not even your house. Maybe it's the daddy came home early and he's just trying to scare you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I would yeah. think about that, but I'd be like, he's holding a knife. I'm not taking my chances. And then I'd be like, well, I'm supposed to be protecting these kids that I'm babysitting or whatever, but let me get out of this room first. So I go to the window and then <laughs> mm. try to come back in the house later and try to grab the kids and make sure they're No, safe. absolutely not. Cops would get a call from a payphone with you and your boxers <laughs> like three blocks up. Like, yeah, I don't know. There's these kids. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. an interesting complication though. Cause like you would feel as a, duty of care if it was like a child you know young kid yeah it's like i can't just leave if there's a threat Once again i'm probably just dying if i'm being honest even with the sheet you know you're like yeah you're a little you're taller oh, my girlfriend is 610 yeah but anyway that was tough. All right. No let's say you made it away. Through the glass window. Like the glass door. Yes. She could have hit yeah. the, with a chair. 
<laughs> Jacob, you survived the boogeyman. You you got yes. out of there. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Mike, it is down to number two and number nine. nine. Yes. I'll take nine. The other scariest number. You will take nine. All right, Mike. Congratulations. Congratulations, my friend. You. you did it. You finished that goddamn puzzle box. Oh, it no. was sharp. No. The edges kept cutting your fingers, <laughs> but you finished it. Your dad would be so proud of you if he hadn't mysteriously disappeared when he gave you that puzzle box in the mail saying he never was able to finish it. Now you can finally relax from your obsession and go to bed. You turn the lights out. You lay down when quietly in the darkness you hear pain is pleasure. Oh, no. (laughs) What is this scenario and what do you do? Well, this scenario is from Hellraiser. Ding, ding, ding. And the Cenobites are going to come get me. (sighs) Real life, man. Terrifying. These demons are appearing to you, right? Absolutely. They're going to fuck you up forever. Um, Do you even listen to them if they say we can offer you the ultimate prize? Like, are you even investigating no. that, or Hell truly yeah. are you just like put an end to this? I don't want to yeah. hear voices in my head. I'm not entertaining this. I no. I don't care about the deal. You know, I try to get out. You try to leave the room if you can, but I don't think you're aware of the fact that like your father or uncle is like back from the dead and like that whole mechanism of oh if i can just give them what they want you're totally unaware of how yes. to survive the hellraiser thing so that one's really tricky you would you would presumably eventually have to listen to what their deal is and try to like yeah figure out you know how can i reason with you and um, once you accept that it's real but like unless you figure out the mystery of like oh my uncle slash dad or whatever is a bad person and like also a zombie guy and it's having my stepmom bring people for him to murder you would have to solve the mystery and that's the yes. only way to survive. But I would probably, who knows if you would just be able to do that. That's tough. That it's, that is such an interesting point. I think it falls into the Sadako um, mm. world of like, or the grudge world of like, it's just willpower. Mm. Like, like truly you might just have to like show them like, like I, I'll, like you said, like listen to whatever the deal is, but like also show them like I'm not interested. I'm not doing this. I'm not going forward with it. And just right. like make that known. Like and w- like, where's the disclaimer on the box? Like I didn't know what was going to happen with this, yeah. guys. Like hey, yeah, and you know what? That is true. Um, with the Sadako, because if for the grudge, I would have just gotten the videotape and played it in the house and made them fight each other that's how you survive <laughs> but even that didn't work even actually didn't retroactively work. you get 100 points for that <laughs> yeah <right>. yeah <laughs> i forgot that there's a way to do it um no but nobody survives that either um, um yeah, extra dude. point can anybody remind me what is the name of the short story heart, heart darkness in your heart what was it jacob heart of darkness the uh oh what is it called? hellborn the heart the hellborn heart yeah is that what uh, it was nice. the hellborn yeah. heart or something like that that's nice. right that's right. Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know if you can Clive survive Parker. that. I think you did. I think truly by you solve it, Mike, you hear this thing and you're like, no. And you just keep saying to Pinhead, no, no, <laughs> no. And like, go away. No. And it's, it's just, it's, yeah. I think it would just not affect you. <laughs> yeah, just explain yourself more. Why is why am I obligated? Is there, yeah. where's the lawyer? This makes no sense. Yeah. yeah or you end up like Goran Vijak and there's like a to... harp that is attached to your dick or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, like, the thing is, a lot of times, camera guy. Yeah. in those movies, the person who 
is is actively trying to summon the Cenobites, at least like in the new the new one, right. like you're saying, because he he's like a rich collector who's like yes. wants to experience every. He kind of knows what it's supposed to be about, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, if you just accidentally open it, so if you like, never oh, mess sorry. with the puzzle box in the first place, you're never going to have any problems. I wouldn't right, hitchhike. I, guess... I wouldn't solve puzzle boxes. <laughs> True. <laughs> that's no, right. Because that's, that's the whole thing. Is they're like. Oh, you open this because you want to explore the mysteries. I'm like, I didn't know that. Sorry. <laughs> I this was a game no to me. <laughs> I didn't realize. I don't know if you know this. We will show you, you the can, ultimate In this game. dimension, do I'm you have okay. Rubik's Cubes? Like, I would be explaining that to him. Like, check like, this, this means out. nothing to us. This is a <laughs> leisure is activity here. No. This that. is pleasure solving it. I don't need the red. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. Butterball is like like putting like oil on your back. My yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, it's a big misunderstanding. I guess that's all you can do. Yeah, <laughs> the real, the VHS real tape, whatever it was. Yeah. All right, I'm Mike. <laughs> congratulations, you survived Pinhead. You made thank it. Thank you. Away. Thank you. Now, Jacob, it is our final scenario here, so you don't even get to choose. Let's do it. Hit me with. Let's it. do it. Number two. Okay, you ready for this? This is perfect for you. I'm ready. Because my friend, this is you. You, oh. buddy, are a bad boy in a leather jacket. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You are young. <laughs> you are virile. You're All definitely right. not in your late 30s. Okay. <laughs> You're going to stop off so at far. your girlfriend's home. Okay. For a quick little makeout session. She works at her babysitting job. Okay. That's great. She Sounds whispers like in her a ear. Lot of uh, babysitting. Yep. But also, you get a lot of situations. Yeah. 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 But your girlfriend, she says something special to you. She's sharing a kink with you here. Okay. You can't shame her. You need to listen to her. Okay. She says, you know what would make me super horny? Following very specific urban legend instructions. <laughs> yeah. And she takes you into a bathroom where she starts saying a name five times in the mirror. But she stops because mm. she says, I want you to say these names. <laughs> Jacob, what is this scenario from? <laughs> and what do you do? Well, this is from uh, Candyman, of course. I don't say it. Dig, dig, dig. <laughs> yeah, don't say it. Once. Well, that's the thing is that I wouldn't say it because I'm not messing with no spiritual things. Like, I'm not saying Bloody Mary in the mirror. You are you said it, but... guaranteed to get laid right here. And if you don't do it, she is going to call you chicken. She's going to be turned And it off. is going to blow the mm-hmm. whole thing. <laughs> well, I don't know. I probably would say, honey, baby. I'm sorry, but I don't mess with no ghosts. I don't mess with no urban legends. I'm not trying to summon Candyman. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to get hooked to death. You know what I mean? I'm. Oh, I did just say it again. You're right. Oh boy, uh, you, got <laughs> you got three more. I think. You, as you're explaining to her that you won't say the name Candyman, I'm say not it going five to summon times. This man named Candyman. That would be very funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but in real life, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to summon. Bloody Mary. Like, I'm not going okay, to Okay, but she says to you, okay, we won't do that. We won't do that. <laughs> Let's do this game instead. And she turns to the mirror and she wants you to say it too. She says, Virginia Madsen. <laughs> Virginia Madsen. Well, yes, I would try to summon her, okay. of course. <laughs> I'm not her from her movie. Her, actually. Her. Just the actress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you're already smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> right. She put on her sunglasses, light up a cigarette. It'd be great. Um, but yeah, I would just explain to my girlfriend. I'd be like, hey, look, why are you trying to tempt fate and summon 
some kind of ghost or urban legend. Like, just leave it alone. Like, we don't want to summon yeah. spirits in this house. This is know? I. This is where yeah. I kink shame. I say this is what gets you off. <laughs> I'm like, ex- ex- walk me through all of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I say, I'm How gonna go, talk go to my brother. He's a famous yeah. movie director. It's gonna be great. <laughs> no, I'll go and get a sheet and put my glasses over and pretend <laughs> yes. to be a ghost if that yes. works. Like, but we're not absolutely. doing this. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, why then are Mike, you, you as well? You just like, I'm blowing this. You're not doing it. You're getting out of there. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, this is dumb. And you're dumb for like, yeah. It. I'm we're, out we're definitely before up. I said it, I'd be like, tell me the story again. And she'd be like, he was this black guy who had a hook for it. I'd be like, but what, like, how do you know this? Like, I've been investigating <laughs> yeah. all of this. I'd be like, what are you it's talking about? Legend. What is this? Yeah. And so what's the like, outcome who told of this you? supposedly going to be? Right. What's like Bloody Mary? Who told you about Bloody Mary? I should ask those questions as a kid. That. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know her story. I should have asked that as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I learned it from Supernatural. Yeah, right. who is Bloody Mary? What is this? <laughs> We've said that too many times, guys. We definitely you know what? By now. In fact, I'm going to write my thesis graduate paper on it. I'm going to figure out now where all these urban myths started. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it gets tricky. That's it's right. like, this is your career path, and I'm trying to be supportive of yeah, your writing my obsession. What, yeah, we're like, what do you think your job is going to be when you graduate from here? What are you talking about? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, All right, guys. Thank you so much for playing, Jacob. You survived um, the yes. Candyman himself there. And guys, that was what do you do? That was wow. our spooky edition. I Thanks like for playing along. That's a very very fun segment. What Thank do you, you do? And let us Love know it, what guys. you do. Yeah. Yes. Please write think, in if, uh, if you played along. Yeah. yeah. If I'm being honest, I would not survive most horror scenarios, uh, and I would probably die in most of them. What so. do you mm-hmm. think was the hardest to survive out of those? I guess I agree that the, the grudge was, <laughs> or I guess maybe alien, because that I'm just like, yeah. I would just yeah. blow my brains out if I was an alien. I'm like, we're not going to get here. There's such a lack of information with alien. <laughs> yes, like, I'm like, I'm so how confused. Do you, I'm scared. Aliens yes. are real, apparently. That's kind how of how you make plans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would um, pick up the cat and truly just bolt. I would just be gone. <laughs> but where would you go? You're in a spaceship. I would get like an space. escape pod or, or go to a ball like, See you guys shut- later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, again, I think one that we didn't do, Final Destination, is a lot like The Grudge, where it's pretty much a 0%. I think maybe, I don't know if there's some loophole in one of the sequels where, where the final people made it out, but I know like even in the first one, uh, I think you literally have to beg Tony Todd Candyman <laughs> for forgiveness. I think you yeah. have to be like, and then I think he even is like, no, you still have to die. <laughs> you have to try to cheat death somehow, but pretty yeah. much every person cheat it. has not made it. No. Um, so yeah, maybe Final Destination is another good one. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, the Grudge. It's it works because you can't win. So I guess the theming is the well, the worst part about it is you just get fucked over of no fault of your own you yeah. know like you just you just get fucked sometimes and that's you're sometimes in your job, vicinity like, of the like literally you're yeah. hired to do something and you're like i'm dying because of this you're because a of minimum wage to win to investigate yeah. a murder and now you're caught up in it and you're gonna die yeah. too so i, I guess the theme is if i was that at least i would be trying to burn a house down <laughs> <laughs> that's true in yeah. every iteration detective tries to burn it but it's like Bad shit happens to people. Fuck. Like, that's kind of what the grudge is, I guess. Like, sometimes <laughs> you can't be helped. Bad shit happens to people yeah. and you can't sometimes stop you it. Sometimes you can't like escape your trauma. You get, it's yeah. like an yeah. incurable virus. So 
Yeah. I called it the zombie Fox. virus of ghosts. It's it's the wildest premise yeah. I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. on accident. Whoops, wrong room. Didn't mean to come like, in I, here. But I was married to Sarah Michelle Geller. I don't deserve this. <laughs> My life was good. Right. Right. You can slay chilling. vampires. Why can't she slay this ghost? <laughs> yeah, come on. Anyway, but no one's actually tried to, so we don't know if the ghost, <laughs> no, ghost is vulnerable. That's we why you're getting away, that. Mike. That's, right. that's why you're getting away. Let me do the reboot. America, I got a plan. <laughs> uh, All right. Boy. Well, that was very fun, Colin. Well, great segment. Thank you. Other, well, I appreciate yeah. that. So, Tense. you know, that was us wrapping up Spooktacular. Any final thoughts on our 270 watch you hear? Uh, I got some great recs from you guys. Truly, in the back of my mind, I'm like, am I going to start Doctor Who? Oh, no. <laughs> right, right. Do. And here's the thing. If you do watch it, the first season, maybe not the best. If you oh, you mean the first to, uh, I'm going to start on the black and white. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the yeah, ones that are missing. Um, yeah. I like Christopher Eccleston, but his episodes maybe weren't the best. If you can make it to the first David Tennant season, there's some really strong episodes in there, and that might get you hooked a little bit. But interesting. All right. and of course, you got Billy Piper, Rose, Tyler, oh, of course, in the yes, first two seasons. Yes, I do have Billy seasons. Piper. So check it out, Normies. It's on Max. And we love it. We love Doctor Who, don't we? Yes. I guess I guess we do. <laughs> yeah. I've only seen, I said it before, the one with the statue angel things and it's spooky. Blink. That's one Blink. of the yes, known yes. as one of the best yeah. episodes. That's a tenant era episode. Yep. So, yep. That's yeah. the only time. That's gotta be Moffat or whatever his name is, because that's that's just known for its writing, right? Yeah. Russell yeah. T. Davis probably, yeah. Yeah. Ah. yeah. I like that episode. So maybe I'll jump in. Once I finish one piece, I only got about Eight hundred episodes. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting yeah. there. Though all I'm saying is, uh, if yeah. you can make it through the Christopher Eccleston season, not that it's bad or anything. Quality of writing wasn't there yet. The budget wasn't there yet. So, but well, it's like season one, and two it. and a half of, TNG. of Star Trek. Like, yeah. It gets there. It gets there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. They find um, the footing eventually. Listeners, check out Mike's streams. He's going to be doing some dope armored core. Yes, we'll be. Love watching how you do that. That's fucking awesome. Definitely. If you're set up, if you get we. Will you look into Lies of P? Will you consider that being your next stream? I really feel like it is a mic game in the making. It looks good. I want to. <laughs> I, mean, I've heard I talked to a guy at GameStop the other day who was like, "It's the greatest game ever." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" I see people in the Dark Souls community saying it's like out Bloodborne's Bloodborne. Like it's yeah, that's like so really wild. really good. It's already yeah. known as the best non FromSoft yes. Soulsborne game ever yes. made. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, which I would put gotta, like the those Final Fantasies now. Like it is, people are trying to rip off that. Style it's a whole subgenre. Yeah, yeah, there's a yeah. ton of Soulsborne type clone games, of course. Yeah, yeah Lords of the Fallen is another one. But um, it's funny, guys. Yes. I, I am playing Armored Core, and then it's that's also Souls ish adjacent. Yeah. and then to go back to your Lives of Pi, another Souls. We'll just stay in it. And then Elden Ring DLC will come out next year. There's going to be a lot of souls happening. Wow. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Follow along, normies. It was a good watch you, though. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Thanks for filling us in. Absolutely. Definitely got our game award predictions correct. Uh, I'm excited by the next one. Maybe I'll have seen a bunch more seasons of Doctor Who. I can give you my update on the new Doctors and whatnot. And I'm trying to catch up to the live because... It literally ended in 2022, um, Jodie Whittaker's run. And it's right. been off air for like a year. And now it's coming back with these three or four specials, I think, which are like the Christmas specials. And then the new season with Shudi Gawa. So I'm trying to catch up to live so I can watch it. Watch it. Be great. That'd be a That's lot great. to eat just to get back to David Tennant, though. That would be cool to be like, yes, I just saw now more. That yeah. Yes. That would exactly. be pretty cool. Yeah. All right. That's my guy, David Tennant. We love him. Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Watch Broad Church. And, <laughs> and my next, what, out, yeah. you, what if I'm like, guys, 
Super Mario Wonders, the greatest game ever. <laughs> game of the year, robbery. Yeah. Not bothers going to happen, but be on the lookout, listeners. I'll still be playing Baldur's Gate by the time we get to the I'll next one. I'll still be playing my Connected Mad- Madden franchise. Let's go. That's what the normies want to hear. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. It's well, 2073. <laughs> I want that 2077 Super Bowl. I swear Dude, to God. There's cyborgs yeah. in the NFL now. Yeah, right. you play as V. Johnny Silverhands <laughs> is your wide receiver. We know That's you've right. been explaining <laughs> Silverhands, Golden Glove. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, thanks for joining us for another Whatcha Know. It's a super sized yes. Whatcha. Yes. You know? And, Absolutely. Uh, Thank you, Let us know what you've been watching and all that, too. Thank yes, let us in. know. Write in as always at underscore. No, that's not what it is. Mm. At normies <laughs> underscore like underscore us. Um, where we definitely want to know what you've been. If you've been reading something, watching something, listening to something, if you played along with our little segment game, you know, let us know there too. We love it. We love it. Always watch our YouTube videos as well. Leave us we some comments that. on YouTube. We love Rate, to hear review, them. Review, subscribe. One yes. Piece fans, mm-hmm. we know you're out there. Thank I you. I talked <laughs> about it on this episode. Please SEO us. One yeah. Piece. That's, that's <laughs> it counts. We're going to keep getting you. <laughs> Michael Every week ask me thoughts. if I watch more. Yeah. yeah. Hooray! Great. All right. All right, normies. Thanks As always, we're your hosts, Totally Normie Colin. Totally Normie Mike. And Totally Normie Jacob. Thanks, normies. Take, take it Catch easy, you next normies. Time. Keep Bye. it normal. That's right. <laughs> Stay normal. Yeah. Norm out. Stay normal, folks. Norm out, dude. Hell yeah. It's Norman time. My name is Gandalf the Grey, and I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools!